0: Good morning, San... No, good morning, world. Good morning, Ontario, Canada. And all other places. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome back. Um. <laughs> again, I always, like, start these things. I know what I want to do, but then as soon as it starts, I'm like, "Oh yeah, what do I do here? Kind of like a little bit of a shock or excitement. But good morning, everybody. I am Monique Empath. I'll be your resident psychic medium for today. And we will do the things that we do. We will answer some free live psychic questions. Here, live, we will talk about psychic things. We will chit-chat and we'll have fun and try to make the beginning of this week I don't know, fun. <laughs> Maybe a good morning, just a good morning, a good way to start the week. Um, I do have a topic today and it's quite, I think, the thing is, I mean, I did think about the topic, but what I'm trying to say is it's a rather complex topic. Um, so we'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll talk about it. I find it an important topic, but it's it could get really nerdy and it could get really complex and I should have took notes, <laughs> but I did it. So we'll talk about that. The sensory, I mean, it's all related, right? Sensory system and the psychic stuff, because psychic is sensory, all that kind of stuff. It, it should be a good topic. Um, I'd love to hear what you guys think about it. And I guess it's kind of vague. It's basically what I want to talk about is, All the different senses one could have with their intuition. All the intuitive type senses, like clairvoyant, clairsentient, clairaudient, like all those in relation to, um, I guess, the common senses, like sight, smell, sound, and then more deeper senses. Because we don't just have five senses. We have a whole plethora of senses um, that we are aware of or unaware of. And it's the common five that somewhat don't completely relate to psychic reading, psychic, not psychic readings, but don't completely relate to psychic stuff. It's the other senses, the ones other than the five, those relate to psychic stuff. I mean, the first five do, right? Because you look at something and you see it with your eyes, but the other senses that our body has and how they relate to intuition. And it's, it's funny because it's such a, in my world all your other senses so we know the five the top five senses but all the other senses that the human body can have for me is exactly what psychic abilities are um i know people would think of psychic abilities as some, some extraordinary senses but i don't think of them as extraordinary senses i think them they're um how would you say like expanded or hyper hyper senses of the ones we have. You get what I'm saying? So we have a whole bunch of senses that can do stuff, like even potentially predict the future that has nothing to do with psychic stuff. Humans just can naturally do that. And there are some biological things in the body that can do that. Um the extraordinary senses of where we would say like psychic ability, like how does she read the future? Oh, it's magical. I don't see it that way. So that's why this topic can get really interesting. It's basically I'm saying I'm gonna try my best to list out some I should have wrote big notes. Some of your normal human biological neurological senses that we are somewhat unaware of that we have or we don't notice they happen so naturally we don't pay attention to them. And when they those those things that everybody has are on fire, that's what makes it look extra magical, right? That makes it look like oh my gosh, she's got this amazing gift oh my god because their senses that we don't really pay attention to, right? So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to see how that goes, right? It's Rather complex. Um, Songbird Zaya said, I have decided to take my own path and not listen to what other people say by getting my own place and starting my makeup classes. Ah, 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 good for you. Like you just, you just did it. You're just like, listen, I'm doing this. And then the question is, but well, how's it going to go? <laughs> that sounds like me. That's exactly like my life. I do that too. I go, I'm doing it. I don't care what people say. You can't tell me what to do. I'm doing it. And then as I start doing, it, I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. Is this right? How's it going to go? But I think that's exciting. That's very exciting. Hi, Chandra. Welcome. All right. So again, we're going to talk about the sensory system, Sense, the sensory system, different senses that the humans have. And what happens if those things are on fire? And what happens if one human has a sensory that is more stronger than somebody else? How does that relate to psychic intuition or being highly intuitive? And yeah, continuing trying to take the hocus, hocus, halamogocus, scuba out of psychic abilities so everybody can see oh, they're not so magical, mystical, they're not like oh my gosh, this person is a great, I don't know, what do we call them? A great magical, mystical psychic because they they got their things passed down from whatever. No, we are making it rational and logical. And I, I just, I keep saying I love a world where the mystical, magical stuff is taken out of psychic abilities and everybody can see that these are some logical, natural natural things that a person can have or humans can do. And then you could appreciate your psychic reader much better. You can appreciate them as a person who has just chosen this direction in the past versus being intimidated by your psychic reader or or feeling like they have some kind of power over you or they're like a god or that if you want to be a psychic, you feel that you have to be extra special than everybody else, or you have to have some magical things. And then you'll say, well, I don't have those magical things. I could never be intuitive. Wrong. You can be intuitive. It's not a mystical, magical thing. It's just like any muscle or any ability to work on it and 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 improve it, make that muscle stronger. And also it is... It is just a human fact that some people are just naturally better at some things than others. So when you're not that naturally good at something, you just have to work a little bit harder at it. Um yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about. Post your questions on any topic though, on anything in the chat. And when we get to the question and answer part, we will answer it. We will well, I will. I will answer your questions. We do have some rules and regulations on the questions, though, but we'll get to that when we get there. Okay, I'm going to roll my intro. I like saying that. I feel cool. Although, I am now making these videos available on podcasts. You know, the world just makes, you know, this whole, like, social, listen, I have this whole complaint thing about social media, but hold on, let me roll my intro and then let's get back into it.
1: Bird on a tree. I'm just sitting here. I got time. It's clear to see. From up here, the world seems small. All
0: right, we are back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you for the applause, guys. I was gonna say that I started off just doing live streams, so it's video, so everything is visual all along with audio, and then I decided to format these and put the audio on podcasts, which was fun because it's a lot of me talking and reading your questions. So it does work on video on audio. But then there's a lot of things that I put in video that doesn't translate over to just audio. So then I was going to have to tweak that. And I kind of started did. And then the podcast was like, guess what? We don't just do audio now. You can put video on. And I'm like, geez, that's what I started with. (laughs) So now I have to start to remember that some people could be listening to this just in audio. And some people can just be listening to this or watching this through video. And I have to accommodate for both. It's a lot of thinking. I need some producers. But anyways, so that was the intro. The intro is silent. It's worded. (laughs) There's video, So if you can't see it, the intro talks about how I am a clairvoyant. I'm psychic medium Monique. And I am a clairvoyant. That's my main. I'm a clairvoyant and I'm empath. But clairvoyancy and empathy is the main way I give readings. And that me, as a person in the psychic industry, I like to bind science and spirituality together, and that articulation of binding science and spirituality together is alchemy alchemy it's science and and spirituality, really, but it's the idea that they're not separate entities. you can't that in a lot of in some some views of spirituality, science gets in the way and people say science is wrong or science is this or science can control them, whatever. And science, some areas or some people of science start to look at spirituality and say, it's hocus pocus, it's mad, it's it's silly, it's it's pseudoscience. Um, I like to meet in the middle. So that's what I'm about. So here we talk about topics, topics that are important to the psychic, spiritual community. And I give my perspective, Perspective of how I bind those together and what it means to me. Now I don't just go everything I have to bind together. It's just how my mind works. I'm all I'm a skeptic, and I'm also a believer. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. <laughs> I'm also a skeptic and a believer. I have all these things.
1: <laughs>
0: so if if, I, if you guys are laughing at my jokes, I have somebody to laugh at my jokes. Um. So yeah. So I don't. I don't. I don't fight for science for spirituality to make sense in science and i don't fight for science to make sense or accept spirituality it's just me i am a type of skeptic and i'm a nerd and i love science and i found that the more that i studied scientific stuff there was it made some of the spiritual stuff make sense so of course you can get a reading the way it works is post your question Let it be a specific question and not just a vague. Don't ask me what your whole entire year is going to look like. Don't ask me what your future is going to look like. Don't even ask me what your next month is going to look like. Something specific that you want to know. Something you want to know what somebody thinks or you're about to do something and you're wondering what the potential outcome is or you're wondering those kind of things. Something specific and post it into the chat. I will start it and then when we get to the question and answer part, it will be there and I will know. So, of course, you can get a reading, A.V. Morgan. A.V. Morgan wrote, can I get a reading, please? And we're here to tell her, of course. Modi Live comments in and says, see, now I have to do that because of, like, now that there's going to be an audio version, I have to actually say what I'm saying, what I'm reading. Okay, so Modi Live says, I know these, I know those neurologists. (laughs) Neurologists. was be this cuz I, I finally pronounced it right okay Modi live says i know those neuro-log- neurologists who have done brain tests on mediums to see how their brain waves change when they are channel- channeling yes i've heard of those studies too um absolutely and i'm not a neurolog- neurologist although like I-, I would just love to be A fly on the wall in their labs. I I would just love to be like a, not even a student. Well, I would like to be a student, but I would just love to be like someone who like has a neurological neurologist who's a friend and follow them around. But what I, I understand is that it's interesting that they would do psychic reading or do studies on the brain while um mediums are challenging. I don't know the outcomes of those studies. I I don't really know. I know some stuff, but honestly, I never really read those things yet because really where I heard of it was on a talk show. And although I appreciate the talk show, it was a talk show. So I was kind of um pacing myself to actually read, you know, find where these actual studies come and that's just a lot of stuff. Um so I was, um, so the interesting thing is like almost anything you do where you're really using your brain is going to show on brainwave tests. That's the whole point, right? So if I sit here and I start eating chocolate, you know, my brainwave pattern is going to present something. If I, if I get angry, it's going to present something. So if, if they're doing studies on the patterns of a cha- a person channel- channeling like a medium or something. There are going to be different brainwave patterns, so it's interest. So the level of interest is to see what difference it does, what parts of the brain activates, what part of the brain deactivates, those kind of things. I don't think it would really be a study to find out if the person's psychic or not. Like I don't, I don't think so. But it would be to say what is happening or how does that person's um brain patterns go. So that's a re- yes. Okay. So yeah, we are on topic. This is what we're talking about. Um, yes, I've seen your questions. Keep posting them and all those kind of stuff. Um, hi, hi, Nicholas. Welcome. Um, who else we have? Lenice. Lenice. Lenice says, haven't seen you in a while. I'm in the
1: hospital.
0: <coughs> I don't have a, oh, well, here's a kissy. <coughs> <laughs> All right, um, so I, I'm, I'm so, it's so, oh, well, you know what? The reason why you're in the hospital is terrible, and we don't want you there, but we're glad that you're there because that means you're getting treatment and everything's going to be okay. We don't answer medical questions here. I don't answer medical questions at all, not even in my, I was going to say my private practice. Can I do that today? I'm your resident psychic medium, and in my private practice, this is me desperately wanting to be like a doctor. No, no, no. Well, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a doctor. Okay. Focus. See, my neurological brain pattern just went everywhere. No, what I was going to say, we don't answer, I don't answer medical questions. So I can't answer questions that have to do with your medical state. And when I say I don't answer a question, I'm not going to intuitively read the question, know it, and then not give it to you. I'm just not going to allow my mind to go there. So we'll both be ignorant towards that question. But I hope you are doing well. I'm. We're sending all the love and all the energy for you. Of course, you can post your question. Um, if I don't want to answer the question, that is a serious one as this. Can you please tell me what my dream was about with all the babies that I have been watching this morning in the dream? Does that mean anything from last night? Awesome. Yes, we'll do some dream, dream. I guess we could say interpretations. Me too. Very interesting. Modi Live says, me too. Very interesting. I did a very quick PubMed search for psychic research and there are actually a few. This was back when I was like, yeah, there, there, there are. And I mean, let's say, like, I mean, I mean, that's the whole point of science. Science is very pessimistic. I don't know. What's that word where you need to, you can't, it, it's, the angle is to disprove something right? And not to prove it, it's to disprove it, right? So science is always like, that. psychic mediums are ridiculous, and they're just making stuff up. So of course, they would need to do things to disprove it or understand it. So I, there is a lot of research out there. And this is great. This is what I want you guys to know that I, I, if, I could, if I could just leave the world with something, it's to say that there have been stranger things in life right? There's stranger things in life. So when you see something and it looks extraordinary and you can't explain it or you can't understand, you don't have to submit to, oh, it was magic or it was some internal forces. You can say, I don't know how that works. I'm not sure I believe it. But to either fully commit to it, you don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. There's, There's ways to understand things. And I mean, you could dig deep then and deep into something and say, I I still can't have an explanation for this. That happens in science as well. There's things we don't know about the items or even illnesses. There's just things we don't know. It's okay to not know, but to commit yourself to say, I don't know, so it's magic. (laughs) I think we've come a long way from that. You know what I mean? Back in the day, magicians who would do things at the circus we're thought to be some special thing. And then later we realize it's just illusions. It's just science. Some of it's physics, how things work and stuff like that. Um, So yeah, let's be more discerning about what we see or or don't understand. Because there's a lot that, there's a lot of things that we do naturally. Stop it. If you come in here and you ask somebody to be your friend request, we are going to get you out of here. What? Like what? What? this person, Sean Alazia, Songbird Zaya. Sean, Sean Alazia from Facebook types in, Songbird Zaysha, hello, sending you positive vibes. Send me a friend request for a reading. Not the place for that. Not the place for that. And you do it once, you do it twice, you get blockity block, 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 block. And I'll tell you why. Um, we are not gonna use my live to solicit other people for things such as psychic readings. If somebody wants a psychic reading from you, you need to do better marketing. <laughs> you need to do better marketing. Um, so oh, this is a good thing. So nasty, Natty, oh my gosh, I never get um I'm no, you're not going to get banned for asking, why am I lying to people? That's like a, that's a like, I mean, it's an assumption. <laughs> you've made an assumption. You have, Um, I would like to, I would like to know how you know I'm lying or not, but you've made an assumption, but you're not going to get banned for making an assumption. I mean, hey, I'm telling people I'm a psychic reader, if I wasn't okay with, criticism or skepticism I I wouldn't be here so no you're not good so basically what's going on is nasty natty one two one from Twitter. from not twitter what is this what is this twitch on twitch wrote why are you lying to people and then nasty natty wrote I'm going to get banned for asking questions aren't I and no you're not um And then uh, there's never been anyone to prove they can perform psychic readings. And I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. I come from the perspective that I have an intuition. A client asks me a question and they say, what do you see happening? And then I will get an intuition. I will get in visions and I will say, this is what I see happening. I cannot say to that client, this is exactly what's going to happen to you. This is what you should do. I can't. I can say, these are my feelings. Just like nasty, 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 you made an intuition on me. Your intuition is that I'm lying to people. So there you go. You just made your own psychic prediction as well. But I get what you're saying because a lot of psychics are saying, I have the gift. I will tell you exactly what's going to happen. I'm so accurate. And I agree with that. I, I don't think even if they're accurate, how can you assert that? Without, you can't, assert, you can't assert that and that's not the intention the intention is that someone comes to me asking me my intuition of something what do you feel is going to happen and then um, so you speak in broad generalities and you call that psychic readings no it wouldn't be broad general actually I don't see you notice the question of your post your questions in the chat be specific I don't speak in so, you know, you have intuitions about a lot of stuff. Again, you just made another intuition. You made an assumption that I speak in generalities, but you're asking questions. You're not really making that assumption. So I can't really say nasty, natty that you're making that. But if you think in your own life, there's times where you're like, I think I feel that's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen, but I feel that or I feel that. I know you're on Twitch, so I don't know if you watch gamers. You could say, I feel like that streamer might stream tomorrow. I mean, they could have put a schedule. There's a lot of things where you could say, you feel like that's going to happen. And when we feel something, some of us, or many of us humans naturally, when we feel something, it's not that difficult to create images for what you feel. So you could say, I feel that this gamer is going to do something, or they're going to lose the game, or they're going to not make the championships. And in that, as you're feeling those, you can have images of what it looks like if they would fail or what of those, I think what you think. So you can articulate in specific details. There's no, there's no crime in articulating specific details of what you feel is going to happen. I think nasty, where I agree with you, the crime is when you're trying to assert that what you were saying is exactly what's going to happen is the fact and assert that. You have a certain power over everybody. I can say that often, and I've been doing this for many, many years, that I have asserted or intuitively stated specific details that later made sense to the client or proved to be true or helped that client. Sometimes it's not about, I need to be accurate. Because sometimes, a lot of times, psychic readings are not about a person looking for a future prediction. They're asking about what's my intuition about a current situation. So sometimes having insight for another, another, can I give you examples of one of these instances to be proven true in the past? Well, I'm not here to prove myself. <laughs> I'm not here to sell myself. I'm here to talk about different things. Um, but yeah, yeah, you can, you can, you can look up Monique Empath and see. But yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, I've said that clients have said proven true. So I say, I think you're going to get this job. And I think you're going to get this job between Monday, March and April or whatever, whatever day I just kind of came up. And that's it. I'm not saying that will absolutely happen to you. I'm not saying it's going to happen to you. I'm saying that's the feeling. And that's what I get. And then the client will come back and say, hey, i that's actually happened. But anyway, so that's what keeps me in business. Um, so anything more that you want to know about me or understand about me, you can visit me on my website, MoniqueEmpath.com, Nasty Nat, and you can find out how I perform my services. Yes, I have a licensed business <laughs> registration. I'm licensed with the government, yes I do. I pay taxes, I report to the government, I have legal obligations, and yes I do. So you can find out more. All right, so anybody, let's get back. So basically, I wanted to talk about, oh, I
1: see questions. Awesome, I'll post those. A.V. Morgan, no, you're not blocked here. I was wondering if I accidentally blocked you. All right,
0: so sensory, your sensory system and psychic readings. Okay, so your human body, the human body is designed to experience things outside of the five typical senses. So we all know about the five senses. You have your sight, sound, smell. Wait, what? Sight, sound, smell, um, touch and taste. Those are your common five senses. But your body has a whole bunch of other senses. There's a sense of like even being hunger. There's that sense. The sense of knowing whether you're upside down or right side up. There's also the sense of feeling cold or hot. There's also the sense of feeling pressure. There's also the sense of anxiety, feeling anxious. Those are kind of senses. There's also the sense of, um, there's so many senses, right? And again, I'm not a scientist. I'm just trying to articulate things that I've read. And that's why I feel like this topic. But you have so many things in your body that can sense stuff. Or, oh, you could sense the, the feeling of this, something's wet. You can sense the difference between feeling pain and pressure. So basically what I'm saying is that your body has a huge amount, your 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 neurological system has all these neural neurons going through your body that's helping you perceive the environment around you and also helping you communicate with the environment around you. So receive and to send information. If I'm here and I start sweating, and or if, you know, like, for example, if you were to get nervous, and some people sweat when they start nervous, that's all a neurological system thing, right? So there's something in your brain, or your your outer experience, so let's say, unlike me, I don't mind talking in front of a bunch of people, but... Let's say you're someone who gets nervous talking to a group of people. So you are having that experience, and that experience is external. There's people around you, and that's what's making you nervous. So that experience is going to enter into your psyche, and in your psyche, you're going to articulate that as anxious, and anxious means really fearful. And then, so your neurological system is going to heighten the fearful senses in your body to create all the things that make you anxious you you might get tense in your body so it will literally tense up your muscles so we think or we like to think that and i say we cuz we all we like to think that we have some we have control over that or that if my if i tense my muscles i'm doing that like i'm consciously going i'm going to tense my muscles but there's other parts of our body where you're doing it subconsciously so because you're anxious of the crowd in front of you, you wouldn't say to yourself, oh my gosh, talking in front of a crowd makes me nervous. I'm going to purposely tense my body. You're not. That experience tenses your body for different other mechanisms to happen in your system to help, well, now your brain is perceiving there's a threat, so tensing yourself is helping you get rigid in in case you have to fight or flight. But, you know, in that situation with the people there's no actual perceived danger. It's a perceived danger that you have in your head. So again, you've received information that caused a neurological reaction within inside your body from what you perceived. So that is always happening, constant happening. Also, like this is this is rather interesting because <clears throat> I personally know someone with a neurological disorder. Um, so I've got to see firsthand of. I don't have a neurological disorder to that extent. I don't have a neurological disorder to that extent. And so certain things that I do naturally and I don't even think of, I've recognized them in this person or had to recognize them because I'm like, why are they acting like why are they doing that? That's so, you know, and then I had to learn, oh, that's actually a neurological thing. For example, I I knew a person with a neurological disorder and they couldn't hold. Hold on. Let me get something. They weren't able to hold, well, this is a little bit firm, but they weren't able to hold, let me not get any, like, like this is not non-sponsored. <laughs> this is non-sponsored for Evian Water. But this person with a neurological disorder was unable or had difficulty holding any kind of um, plastic bottle that wasn't firm because their neurological system Um, was, I guess you would say, challenged in a way that they could not gauge whether to how, how hard to hold it or how light to hold it. They would either hold it so, like, grip so lightly that it would fall out their hand, or they would end up gripping so hard that they would actually squeeze it too hard and all the water would come out. Now, the interesting thing is, no one has ever taught me that. No one has ever taught you that. There was never, I mean, you could say when you're a baby. But there was never really anything that said that, that taught you to look at something. How is it that you could look at something and then somehow it seems like magic, but it's not, See, know how strong or how weak to grip it. It's not only just looking at it, it's by the time you get the feel of it. And think about it when you think something is going to be heavier than it is and you pick it up and you pick it up with such force. So there's a sense of looking at an item. Perceiving that this item should be light and then you go to grab it and it's either heavy or whatever. so basically there's a lot of neuro- neurological sensors around your body on your skin, on your deeper skin, in your veins and everything, from, from the littlest particle in your skin to deep into the muscle tissue. The reason why I'm talking about this is because I'm trying to bring awareness that we do have a lot of sensory um, Sensory points within our body that is perceiving and receiving information from the world around us and as well as we're giving out information at at a world. And we are unaware of them because they are so natural and they're so ingrained in the natural human biological system that the only times that we truly become aware of them is when, one, we're a a neurologist. (laughs) thank you, you. I pronounced it right, when we're a neurologist or when there's a deficit or a problem or a challenge, then we realize, okay, there's something wrong there or there's something. So then that's when we realize, oh, there's sensors. So anyway, so where this kind of ingrains with the psychic thing to an extent is saying that there's a lot of things that you are receiving information that you're receiving from your environment and that you're putting out your environment that you are unaware of okay so for me when i grab a bottle such as such right i don't worry about if i'm going to grab it too tight or if i'm going to spill the water out or you know it's more like this it's more like there's water in it and you squeeze it too tight that the water comes in and some people i guess there's different neurological systems Challenges, disorders that have that problem Parkinson's, um, autism, some type of cystic fibrosis, some other muscle things where it's a neurological disorder. So it's amazing what your neurological system is doing for you that you don't even realize. So, me, I never think of that. I never consciously think that I've actually looked at this thing, gauged, or even this chair, how far it is from me, which is kind of funny because looking at it in the camera and the monitor, is a little bit different from it being next to me. So in the monitor, I'm like, oh, okay, there. But when I look at it, I can gauge it a little bit better. So, anyways, again, I'm going to say that there's a lot of things that we um do and we interact with our world that is reliant and dependent on our sensory system, but they're dependent on sensory systems that we aren't aware of. So we don't think of it, right? But a person who has that challenge, like the person that I knew who had that, they were hyper conscious and hyper aware. Of, I look at a bottle and I am hyper aware that I have to look at the bottle, perceive my force, my strength or whatever to do that. So they are, while holding a bottle and doing, you know, something like this and drinking from it might be difficult. That person, we can then say they are more perceptive to physical objects like that. How are they going to hold that can, this medication bottle? this, this cell phone, these things, they, they can look in an item and say, oh, that lip gloss is really firm, or it has a, a firm grip, or it's more like a soft tube. They are hypersensitive to that in this example, because one, they have that challenge, and that there's a little bit more focus in that. Now, I don't want to always say it's a challenging something that's going to make you hyper focused on it. But the idea of what I'm trying to say is that there are sensory things about you that if you were hyper focused on them, more aware about them, you would actually be more in tune to it and perceive it a little bit more than the other people. Correct? Um, People who lose their eyesight. And let's say they lost their eyesight after years of having sight. So they weren't born with no eyesight. They lost their eyesight after years of having eyesight. I've heard people as such articulate that it's not so much that their hearing becomes so much better because they've lost their eyesight, is that they are more aware of listening to things. So they're more conscious of the sounds around them and the type of sounds where I am not, I could say I wouldn't be that conscious of the, the sound that this hydro or these lights are making. My lights don't to me make a sound, but if I sat real quiet and thought about it I'm like oh yeah there is probably a little bit of buzz so again so it's different things that an individual becomes more hyper aware of that sense and then they're more in tune to it they're more sensitive to it they perceive it much more stronger than another individual so in so can you see where
1: I'm going with that are you guys following me Um, do you see, do you see
0: where I'm going? Can you guys follow me? I'm just reading. Um, Nasty Natty is continuing to express her feelings and the feelings of many. So this is a place to express feelings. I'm not gonna stop. So continue. Um, so yeah, so it would make you again, so it's a high idea that you're just hypersensitive. you're hyper aware to those things. Now, when it comes to psychic abilities or psychic things, there's again, If you've been here with me before, you know I'm very divided on my psychic community. That I don't, (laughs) I can't say I'm an outcast in my psychic community. I'm not, because I'm very welcoming. And there's many who think of the way. But there is this idea that psychic abilities are like special gifts or special things that are unique to that individual and that they only have it and they were given it by and i hate to say it by god they say that they were given it to by god and you should trust me and those kind of things where i come from the perspective that there's a if somebody was for example somebody with empathy so empathy we know is not hocus pocus alamogocus although there are some people who like to take empathy to higher less but empathy is not hocus pocus alamogocus um empathy is the ability or we've talked about empathy before and i have other videos on it so we should you know let's just give it a little summary so empathy for example is the ability to in your own self develop the emotions of something that you witness or hear will witness so see hear see or hear about observe without it actually happening to you right so that is not mystical magical the psychic stuff that is an actual thing that humans have Again, psychics have labeled that to be a little more extravagant than it is but empathy is a real thing right so when you watch somebody get their toe run over i always don't want to get too dramatic because you know some people who are very sensitive in here i don't want to you know trigger you so i don't ever want to say something dramatic but let's just say somebody who got their toe run over right and you are observing them with their toe run over you didn't get your toe run over you or don't have an injured toe but observing that causes you to cringe and you almost like internally feel the pain that they have you empathy, you physically Empathize, you cringe, you whatever, you might even cry, right? So, the ability to, you're crying, nothing's happened to you. Your toe's okay, yet you're so emotionally distraught by like feeling of it that you cry. So, that is something, and there's a whole science on empathy, and there's a whole further science on mirror neurons. And mirror neurons fire, are neurons in ourselves that fire when we witness something happening. Or observe something happening. So there's neurons that could make me cry. If I start to feel sad. And there's mirror neurons that will make me cry. Just for seeing something else. And those things again were ingrained to us from birth. And childhood. Because that's how babies learn. That's how we learn. When, when the baby sees the mother smile. And the baby ah, And it looks up and it sees the mother smile. It sends off a mirror neuron fires a mirror neuron inside that baby so then they have that emotion so then you're able to mirror and you're learning emotions and that's how we connect as humans empathy is a connection thing right okay so mirror neurons i'm not gonna i'm again i'm not a scientist anything i say here that does have some sciency word i advise you to look up yourself <laughs> if you're that interested i'm just like the you know like all the scientists are in the back doing the real work and I'm sitting there observing. I'm like, let me go tell the people like, that's me. Right. <laughs> but I'm not the one, whatever. Um, so if you really want to understand this, go look it up yourself and do your own research. So here we go. So mirror neurons, for example, neurons, where do neurons exist? Inside your body, <laughs> inside your body. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys like this topic. Good. HSP process. Yes, I do have thoughts on that. Beth, Beth from Facebook writes, Any thoughts on HSP processing? And she also writes, And Chandra, do you see your love question? Oh, wait, no, sh- I'm doing 10 things at once. See how my brain just did 10 things at once? Chandra Waddleworth. This is why I have to practice. I was, if, if I'm going to see if I know I'm doing only audio, I'm more descriptive. If I'm watching myself and watching this, it's like the thought that I have to be more descriptive for whoever's listening to this. Just an audio goes out the window. So I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying, y'all. OK, Shonda Waddleworth says, love this topic, love Tuesday's topic or love this topic. I think she's saying love Tuesday's topic or this topic. Well, she loves the topic. We love having you here, Chandra. Yes, you can Elizabeth from Facebook asks, can I ask any question regarding the reading I would like? Or yes, you can ask any question. There will be questions that I won't particularly ask just because this is a public platform. And so we have to be mindful of that, of you know, privacy and certain things that I don't don't do. All right. So mirror neurons. Again, they're for us to combine. So mirror neurons, where are neurons? They're inside of your body, right? My, my, my! Yes, they are. They are inside of your body. So how do you experience or feel things that happen inside your body? Through your emotions, through your feelings, through the reactions that your body makes, right? So you, we are not, there's, what's it called? The sonomatic, sonomatic sensory system and the automatic sensory system. And I believe the difference between the two, I'm probably getting it wrong. I'm most likely getting it wrong but there's a difference between the two and the ones that you are consciously aware of and then there are ones that you're not consciously aware of. Remember, not consciously aware of them means that on some level, there's an understanding. I um, There is some level of understanding. <clears throat> I'm reading all your questions. I'm starring the ones that are questions. I'm um, seeing them. And then when we get to that, we'll, it will just go boom, 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 boom down the questions, but keep posting them because posting your questions now while I'm doing the yammer yammer kind of acts as a placeholder for this. All right. So there's the sonomatic sensory system and the automatic sensory system. I believe, <laughs> I, I, I don't think any scientist wants to watch my videos unless they're trying to use me as an example, a case study. <laughs> But if they were, I apologize. But anyways, but that's the thing. I'm not here to like drop all this like education knowledge. We're here to have a discussion about things that I've thought about and provoke some insight to learn about this if you want. Or just hang out with me while I yummer and you guys can see how my mind works. <laughs> okay, automatic system. So it's stuff like your liver. So your liver does its thing. It's emptying and it's clearing and it's stuff. I believe early mornings. And at night, when you go to bed, I think your liver is more active at night. I think that's how it goes. And it's actually turning and doing stuff. Um, But you are not completely aware of it doing that. Just like your digestive system. You're aware to some extent of your digestive system because there are sonomatic sensory things inside your intestines where you can feel your bowels moving or you can feel like your stomach, whatever, or you feel extended when you've eaten a lot, you feel... But then there's also the, the, the churning of certain things, the bile, the gases or whatever that you don't feel, your heartbeat. So your heart beating, that's, a, that's the automatic sensory, automatic. <laughs> ah! just go with me, your heart beating. I can't, we would say, I'm not controlling, I'm not consciously controlling my heartbeat, right? My heart is just beating. So what I'm trying to articulate is there are things that are you're receiving through your sensory system, things that you're putting out that are just happening where you don't have control of them. And so when you don't have conscious control of something, you don't pay attention. Think about it. Think about when somebody says, pay attention to your breathing. And then all of a sudden you start thinking about your breathing, then you start breathing weird. <laughs> you know when that happens? It's like, pay attention. Are you breathing from your chest? Or are you breathing from your stomach? And then when you stop to think about it, you're like, <laughs> you start breathing, right? Because now that you've become aware of your breathing, you are aware of it, right? You're already doing it. You're just aware of your breathing. You, you, you then are so sensitive to it that you might act different or whatever. But then, I mean, those were meditation exercises to be aware. So, anyway, so that's the idea is that there's a lot of sensory information coming in and out. And again, I haven't even touched on the psychic, psychic part of this. I'm just talking about normal human being without psychic stuff, a lot of sensory stuff. I'm just trying to give you a lot of examples or bring to your attention about how many things, again, the heartbeat, your breathing, the expansion of your, well, breathing, but the expansion of your diaphragm. You know, when we become aware of our diaphragm is when we have the hiccups, and that's the only time that you actually pay attention, like you remember that you, oh yeah, there's a diaphragm in there, right? Different muscles. So my fingers, my my the way my body moves. So I can say I'm a hand talker, which as you guys see, I am a hand talker. So on some level, I'm aware that I'm a a, a hand talker, but on some levels I'm not, because I'm not saying to myself, I'm about to point my finger as i do this as i talk it's all subconscious unaware okay so i'm trying to bring in these words subconscious awareness unaware bring to your awareness these are all psychic terms that are going to come out as i continue to talk right um modi lives right <laughs> Nasty Natty got all her got her all her emotions out. That's good. Um, I Modi Live wrote. Modi Live wrote. I remember you asking a question before whether there was a correlation between psychic sensitivity and physical sensitivities like eczema, and she wrote. Modi Live continued to say some similarities to this current topic. Yeah, and that's. Again, that's like something that we question and we wonder about and we wonder about them because, again, of what I'm saying, that your sensory system and how things work within your body, there's a whole bunch of things happening to your body. Things, things happening, again, to your body, things you are putting out. Again, I'm a hand talker. I consciously know I'm a hand talker, but I'm not consciously aware of what exactly I'm doing with my hands at what exact point. Now, there's body linguists out there that can make that correlation because they become hypersensitive because they studied. So they can say um, some of the ones that I've heard about is that um, some of the ones that I heard about is that if my um, people use their right hand for the future, their left hand. But I mean, it's not always set in stone because it has to do with a lot of different things. Hi, Vivi. It has to do with a lot of different things. so yeah, so things that you're aware of. So huh, where am I going with this? So if you became aware, if we became aware, again, the example, your heart is beating right now and you are breathing right now. So your diaphragm is expanding and contracting. Well, it's moving up and down, but it is. It's expanding and contracting. You're, you're, it's constantly doing that. While you're at the grocery store, you're not paying attention to it doing that. Your body just relies on, it's okay. You don't have to pay attention to us doing it. We got you. Diaphragm has got you, right? When you're hanging out with your boyfriend or hanging out with your partner or trying to get that job, you are not paying attention to your diaphragm moving up and down, but it's moving up and down. There's the neurological function in your body that's happening that is telling it to move up and down. If that neurological function that tells your diaphragm to move up and down, if it was impaired in some way, you that's the only time you would recognize it when it's impaired and you would start breathing heavy and having a hard time breathing and gasping and then you find out you have asthma or something. Right. So think of all the neurological information that your body is putting out and receiving or acting upon or moving upon that you are on. Un- aware of, like have no idea. And not only unaware of it, like we can most know, we we most at this level understand breathing, heartbeat, those things, right? Those are things that are, I want to say common sense, but those are basic knowledge. There's a lot of other sensory things that aren't basic knowledge. And you would have to be a person who studied that or learned about that. To understand about those things, so not only is it that you're unaware of it, that even if you did become aware of it, you wouldn't even know, like what to do with it, or what, like how, like what, what does it make sense? I remember it was only till grade. I was in high school, so it must have been grade nine where I took that biology biology class, and she did the diet. She did the experiment of how, like, she had these balloons inside a bottle with a with a a thing on the bottom and she pulled it down and then we saw the balloons expand that was the first moment so grade nine I must have been what 15 14 grade nine was the first time that I understood that breathing happened not because I purposely did that but because my diaphragm moves down so my breathing has to do with my diaphragm so there's a neurological thing that tells my diaphragm to go down and then that lets air in. And when I'm conscious of it, I can activate my diaphragm to go down. That's <laughs> gonna like pass out as I'm talking about breathing, right? Cause that's how funny it is.
1: Um,
0: yeah. So again, I've been breathing pretty well. I might say, I think I'm good at breathing from birth. Did I have a breathing problem? No, I didn't. I did have a family member who had asthma, so whew, that's scary. But I didn't have any breathing problems. But I've been breathing pretty good from birth to 14 on my own with no help. But it was only till 14 that I actually understood what that breathing was. And then it was later in life where I started to take meditation that I understood how much I can control that on my own. And then that's a practice, right? Okay, so now when I'm nervous or something and I start to hyper, 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 hyper... Help me out, guys. Hyper... I want to say hypervigilante. <laughs> hyperventilate. This is why I say... When I say sciencey stuff, just, just listen and then go find it out on your own. But when I started to... hyper, Yeah, so now when I get nervous or something and start to hyperventilate, and when you're hyperventilating, you think you have no control. Now there's neurological stuff that, thank you, thank you. <coughs> thank you, Modi Live, for coming in with the hyperventilate. Thank you. So now, if I'm hyperventilating, we always said that. Um, while there's other neurological stuff happening that is making me hyperventilate, the fear, the anxiety, and all those, and actually hormones, chemicals that actually um, interact with your neurological system, all those things are making me hyperventilate, right? So those are, for that situation, it would be automatic. It would be something that I, in a sense, don't have conscious control of. They just happen. But when they happen, I can remember to consciously control it and then to consciously say to myself slow down your breathing slow and then try to um redirect the chemical and the neurological energy right so again think about all the things again 14 i've been breathing my whole life think about all the things that you've been doing your whole life where you don't need to actively consciously know how to do it walking We take walking for example for granted that everybody knows how to walk. But if you stop and you're trying to tell somebody, you're not a physiotherapist, you're not somebody who stares, but you're trying to tell somebody how to walk. It takes a moment to think like, how would you tell them how to walk? Like, not only tell them how to walk, but actually direct them without touching them, direct them how to walk, like bend your knee. How would I describe how to walk? Like, you know what I mean? So it's things that we do and we don't pay attention to it. So again, going back to your sensory system. Now, somebody had said something about the skin. Here we go. Modi Live from YouTube wrote. Modi Live from YouTube writes, sounds weird, but our skins can sense the clothes on our skin, but I don't really feel the clothes. Yes, exactly. Your skin is a, like, I mean, I was going to say your skin is the best sensory tool, but it not like, okay, hold on. Scientifically speaking, your external senses, things that you feel externally, right? So things that are outside of your body that you experience, or you're going to experience it through your skin. You're going to also experience it through other things, but let's just. Narrow this down through your skin. Your skin has so many sensory receptors on it, whatsoever. Um, so many sensory receptors on it. You know, where's another good example for this? Thinking about face recognition. I don't know if this might be a bad example or good example, but face recognition. You know, the idea that you hold your. Oh, I thought I had it. I don't have face. Oh, because I touched my. I have a fingerprint. Okay. So face recognition, so you hold your phone up. There's sensors within the phone that are going to bounce off your face. You can't see them. And I don't think any of in here, any of us in here are like technical or techs that engineers I, I, I mean, maybe there's an engineer watching say hi, but anyway, so I can't see these sensors. But there are sensors in there that are going to recognize or bounce off my, oops, bounce off my mic, bounce off my face, all the points on my face and all the things on my face, and it's going to recognize my face. And then technically, my face is sending information back to the phone. That's a whole communication that you cannot see. I am not an engineer. So to me, when that happens, I'm like, that's fucking magic excuse my language, but I'm like, that's magic. Like, I just think it's magic. My laptop has face recognition. My phone, none of my, my phones don't have it, but my laptop has face recognition. And just because I'm an old fart, I just haven't put it on. And every time it says, oh, face, I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> that's, it's so like magical that it can do that. Like, that's so cool. And then, and then I don't activate it. And then I forget about it. And then days later goes, would you like to activate face recognition? I'm like, oh, you can recognize my face. So again, because I'm ignorant to how the workings of that. So to me, it just seems magical to the point it like overwhelms me every time, right? So again, think of all the sensory things that are happening within your body. Now the skin, the skin is a very interesting one because the skin is, we can sometimes physically observe an energy. Now I'm switching over to psychic words, but we can sometimes observe a um a sensory perception. <laughs> I'm trying not to use all the psychic terms because I then want to graduate into that. Um so go- okay, so I'll just jump in it. So goosebumps for one are something that is Something that can happen outside of our environment, like is if we hear a great song or a beautiful voice or a baby crying or a scary sound, and then we get goosebumps, we get, it, it affects us, right? Um, and then we get goosebumps. So you could, the goosebumps are a good way to see your neurological system at work through your skin, the hair standing up, or when we get flushed, like I'm dark skin, so when I get flushed, it's not that obvious. But it's, you can tell, you can tell. Or if I'm sick and my skin starts to look a little bit darker and ashy and it doesn't look as vibrant. Like you could see, I mean, those are blood and those are some physical things. But what I'm saying is that you can sometimes see your neurological system in play and its effect on the body. So remember, the neurological system is like the energy you can't see. The face recognition sensors that I can't see. The effect that those sensors have on the phone is that the phone opens up and then the phone opens up on my main screen. Now the neurological sense sensory and like, is if I get goosebumps is that I've been affected neurologically, energetically, electricity, <laughs> electricity, I've been affected electricity, <laughs> I- electronic, electronic, like elect- I've been affected with electricity. <laughs> okay. And then the effect of that, I see. So you see the outcome of the energy that enters you, right? So when you are interacting with the world or moving about the world, there's a lot of sensory, biological sensory stuff that are going from you outside to the world and from the world to you, right? The effects on them or how you would know that's happening it's how you feel in your body or the effect that it has on you. If I'm walking by and I see a really hot guy, I'm going to get all like bubbly and googly inside, right? So not only did I see him, but also there's, a, there's an energy that happens. So I see him, I get bubbly and googly inside, and it sets off a of whole bunch of neurological things, and it's being projected out. Whether it hits him enough for him to know, we don't know. Well, we do know. That's where, well, we could know. That's where the psychic stuff comes in. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of, so your chemical, so when we go back to somebody was talking about, I think it was Modi live from Facebook earlier, Modi live from the, from YouTube earlier was saying that when we, there was a, she was watching that there's some studies, um, or attempts or experiments hooking up. People to an like a CT scan, a MRI, or whatever they are. Again, I, I'm probably using the words wrong. You know, the electrodes that you hook up, right? Electricity. Because as much as we like to act like, oh, we know, like your body's energy. You know, the psychic community likes to tote that around a lot. Oh, your body's energy. You're full of energy. The energy you get out, karma, yada yada yada, blah 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 blah. <laughs> right. As much as they say that, I think it negates the true understanding that we are actually talking about energy. We are actually talking. it's not just like, "Oh, I feel the vibes. It's like, there's literal, we are energetic. I will electrocute the F out of myself if I stick my finger into electric socket because I'm a conduit. But if you put a rubber item into electric socket, it's not going to do anything because that item is not a conduit of electricity. A human body is a huge conduit of electricity. So I think when we talk about all oh, the energy back and forth and your energy and the vibes, and what's his energy saying to me? It gets lost in a spiritual context and we start to lose the idea that I'm talking about actual electricity, like I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fire. I'm fire, right? I'm lightning and thunder and the lightning and the thunder, thunder, lightning. Okay, right? I am imagine dragons. I am lightning and I am thunder. I literally am, right? So, again, I lost my train of thought. Okay, so when we say electricity and stuff, so there's, so when you hook up those electrodes to the head, most of us, I think, well, not most of us, but I think many of it's more likely that you've experienced those electrodes hooked up to your chest or your heart, like a cardiology exam or something like that. Um, but we see on t v or we heard or maybe some of us have experienced where they've been hooked up to our head to test our brain, check our brain for different things. Um, but it's electricity that it's reading because you conduct electricity with different actions so different actions create different electrical impulses right so it's like your body's like Zzzz. your body's fire your fire your thunder your lightning right and then different combinations of the energy within your body creates different types of external energy so if i'm daydreaming for example the lightning and the thunder and the lightning and the thunder in my body is going to create um a certain formula i guess you would say of electricity that can be read and measured right now we can't read what i'm literally thinking about through these devices but we can read whether it's pleasurable whether it's fearful and again there's more translation so we wouldn't read Science doesn't read, oh, that's pleasurable. Oh, she's thinking of something fearful. They read the parts of the brain that it activates. And then those parts of the brain um, correlate to different responses, right? So there's the amygdala. And if that's highly activated, then that means the anxi- it activates the fear and the anxiety. Now, they'll say it activates the fear and the anxiety. But the deeper concept is that when the amygdala is activated, it releases types of a neurological information that causes the body to prep for fight to prep for run to prep for stuff right so again the further thing is that those neurological when the amygdala is activated it sends neurological system and then my hands will get tight like fists okay the 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 what do you what do you call these in like this, the the extremities <laughs> Now we're just making up shit. The, the extremities of my hands will clench. Um, my digestive system will seize, it will, it will stop. Um, I my eyes, my my pupils will open wide to take in more information. Okay, so again, science is not saying that when the amygdala is activated, the person is fearful. They're saying that when the amygdala is activated. These things happen. Then upon observe, observation of those things happening, they can see what that body's outcome would be, which the outcome of those things activated is to run, is to fight, is to whatever. So again, neurologically, in energy does not have, it's encoded, but it's like energy is the thing, how it expresses itself is how we recognize it. Again, now going back and back and back again, is that, again, what I'm saying is that you are electricity. Not in the hocus-pocus guru alamazocus way. <laughs> the, the thing that science doesn't like, the pseudosciences way. I'm saying you literally are electricity. And the electricity that you receive in your body can actually cause your body to create certain feelings, Emotions, actions, and essentially behaviors and choices, right? And then that's how we receive it, right? <clears throat> There's a lot of electricity that you receive from your environment that your body's, your brain's like, oh, we know what to do with this. We'll just process it that way. Again, going back to earlier, what I was saying, that person that I knew that their neurons weren't able to control grip the strength of how much you need for something to how little you need for something. So that was something where they're receiving information. They're looking at the bottle. And then the idea of me, I just look at the bottle and I grab it like anything I can pretty much know, like whether I can look at it and say, and my brain knows that's a hard object. What kind of firmness to have? I don't think about that. So again, I keep saying, think of all, well, we can't think of all, but I'm inviting you to understand there's a whole bunch of sensory things on an electricity level. And again, we understand that electricity in the body creates certain neurological responses, including chemicals, which include hormones and feelings that we are unaware of. Imagine if you were aware, and there's like, in my little research, in my nerd research, I got up to, outside of the five, I got up to, I think it was 15, so 20 altogether, other senses, sense, senses that the body has. So sight, sound, touch, taste, hearing. There's five, like I've gotten to 15 more. Um, there's a lot. And like, like reading all these things and then it's like, you have to read these books and you have to get these books and you have to read these books and understand these books and you have to take notes and all this kind of stuff. It's a lot. So, you know, I kind of checked out. I was just like, okay, I get it. Now there's a pseudoscientific explanation saying that we have the human body carries about 360 senses that can be accounted for that we know of. Um, But I don't know. I mean, sure. I mean, it's a little bit interesting that it's three hundred and sixty. But I mean, there's a lot of seren- synchronic- synchronicities within math and science, right? So, again, we know of the common five. Then, if you if you're nerding out and you're looking, you're looking at the sense of propriety. Po- 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 syn- there's a lot of senses, and I can't pronounce them. But again, the sense that lets you know if you're upside down or not, the sense, you know, if you're on solid ground, you know, when you are walking on the ground, like walking down a sidewalk and then the sidewalk goes from like concrete to like maybe grass or concrete to carpet, there's a sense in your body that would recognize that and knows how hard you step. Have you ever or like when you're going downstairs and you don't realize that you've gotten to the last step and you step kind of hard? Those are things, right? Those are moments when we can realize oh there's a sense that helps us with that. Anyway, so there's a lot of senses that the body is experiencing that you can't see with your eyes because it's electricity and and energy like electricity and you aren't aware of them but they are actually taking effect and causing actions and correlations and opportunities and insights and what we sometimes feel as serendipities happening that you aren't aware of. So when it comes to now the psychic part of this, when it comes to like psychic abilities, right? Um I could speak on clairvoyancy. So again, clairvoyancy for me is the idea that when I get an intuitive feeling, it doesn't just stay a feeling. That feeling causes my brain to to create images. that feeling so if i get in the simplest terms like let's say if i got cold right and it's not really like but whatever let's just say if i was i went outside and it was colder than i thought and i got cold so the feeling is feeling cold right my brain would then start to create an image of that cold feeling is it a physical feeling so then would i start to think of my body Or is it like a cold feeling, like an emotional cold? So I start to think of the experience. So anyway, so that's how my clairvoyance is. My clairvoyance is I get visual. My intuition translates in a visual scene, visual images. And then I, when I'm reading people or myself or whatever, or the situation, I look at those visual images and then I just articulate what I see. Okay. So... Why do I get visual images? That's a whole other story. But what I'm saying is that that's, I'm hypersensitive to that. Very hypersensitive to visual images. Um, where I spend majority of my brain power, my neurons, on visual images. That when I get a feeling or emotion, it doesn't just stay a feeling and emotion. I go, oh, that feels weird. It will trail off into a visual image. Now, I have reasons why I'm hypersensitive that way, <laughs> but also I have chosen to be aware of that when I chose my career to be a psychic. So I have chosen to utilize that intensely and to stick with that and hone that and 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 and, and um appreciate it and love it and and have fun with it, enjoy it and immerse myself in that. Whereas maybe there's times in my life where I get an emotion and then I check out into visual images and it's not so appropriate to do that at that time, you know. Like if I'm in the middle of like chopping up carrots, you know, I don't want to like start visualizing different things and not paying attention to what I'm doing, then chop off my finger, you know, or if somebody's talking to me and they're trying to tell me important information. And it's something that I need to know. And they say something that causes an emotion. There I go into a visual image. You know, there's times in my life where, yeah, you know, a little focus would help. Right. But I have, I know I'm hypersensitive to that. Right. So I have committed to that sense. We all have that sense. You think you feel a certain way and you start thinking of things and you can visualize things. But not all of us. Um become so hypersensitive to that? And and even if you were hypersensitive to that, how many of us have committed their entire lives to doing that? Now, as a psychic medium, you'll have psychics or people who would commit themselves to the healing, to the personal growth, the, the development, to the connecting with people. I, myself, and I kind of... I invite others into the opportunity that if you just think of it in the sense of something that you are hyper you were aware of hypersensitive to or something that you've chosen to become more aware of and to kind of control again like the breathing i'm not paying attention to my breathing my diaphragm's got it under control my lungs you know they do what they do they're just like sit back talk Monique, enjoy your live stream we got you we'll keep you breathing <laughs> I hope, we will keep you breathing, right? But if I can, so that's happening automatically. But I can choose to consciously control my breathing and then have better oxygen intake. And then it benefits me in a lot of areas of my life, in exercise and walking and calming myself. It benefits me. But that's something that I've proactively chosen to consciously pay attention to. So again, with my... My clairvoyancy, it's something that I've chosen to consciously pay attention to and deliver or offer, right? I don't think so much about the outcome of what I'm saying. Like if I tell somebody, this is what I see in my vision, I'm not hooked up on if it's going to come true, if it's not going to come true, whatever. I am more convicted to that sense and articulating what that sense the more that that sense has benefited other people by what they said, or, or I know it benefits me, it, it does benefit me to trail off and to see things more visually. Um, if you've been here before, you know, I, I do suffer from OCD. <laughs> so that might also help you understand why I'm hyper-focused on emotion and a, a feeling, and I could visualize it over and over and detailed and detailed and get trapped in that. So see where it can be a problem. But <laughs> the idea is that my visualization is kind of what my default is, so I have to learn to find a way to utilize it in a healthy way, and also understand where it's not so healthy for me, or I need to find another way to um, process information. So, anyways, we can go down a whole different things about different people' sensory, different things, but even um, So, so what I'm trying to say, guys, is that being a psychic and all these kind of things, it's, there's a lot of sensory things that a person, a human being has, and we're not aware of all of them. You don't need to be. I mean, if you want to go move to a bush in the, in the wilderness and live there forever and just spend your whole time being aware of each one and having control over each one, I don't know how that will work, but I'm interested. (laughs) I don't want to do that, but I'm interested because the idea is that it's great that my body can take over the breathing and the heartbeat. so I don't have to focus on that so I can do other things. So it's good that my body's naturally or unconsciously taking care of the subconscious ideas that come into my head or the subconscious messages that I can get so I can function and do other things. If I choose now to go focus on the subconscious things, that's where the psychic energy or the psychic practice or psychic learning comes in. It's where you're choosing, you are choosing to do that and add that focus. So I don't I don't connect with the readers who articulate that they that these gifts are unexplainable or they're only, you know, only certain people have them or, or, you know, that's just how it is. And, and, you know, no, I commit to that. If you're a human, that means you're doing human things. You may be for whatever reasons, hypersensitive to that area or that area, but it's nothing that no one else can take that focus and learn. Now, when it comes to that, when it says, Oh somebody is hypersensitive to visual images with cause clairvoyancy and and that right and I'm like let's say I'm hypersensitive or you are hypersensitive to that and that's how you get it right and I'm not clair clairaudient really I don't hear external voices I don't get that I don't see ghosts or I I don't want to be dismissive to people who have that experience so I don't know what the term is <laughs> I don't see Extraterrestrial beings, I don't see dark shadows or light shadows, I don't see any of those. Right? That's not where that's just not where I'm hypersensitive. Could it be that I can identify it, take time to identify the ability to see things beyond what my natural eyes see, like you know, to see energy, see the lightning. And the thunder going through somebody's body, such as auras, oh auras is a good example. Is it possible that somebody could see auras and they see colors and they're very sensitive to light and all those things, and they see those things and they can they feel that they could see energy, they can literally see electricity going back and forth, right? I personally don't care. <laughs> to do that. Not because I think it's wrong. It's just that I don't need to do everything. I don't need to be everything to be all to everything and everything in the world. Like I don't need to be, I don't need to be clairvoyant, clairaudient. I don't need to see chakras and see your future and see your past. I don't need to see the dead and the living and that I don't, I don't need to be everything to everything there's room enough for other people. <laughs> okay? I don't have to be that one to do that. So, when it comes to certain hypersensitivities that you may have and that you want to explore further and become more conscious of it, sure, but if you don't have one or you're not that hypersensitive, it's not a thing that you have to do that or you have to do that. It's it's kind of like do you want to? It doesn't make you less if you're going into the industry this industry, doesn't make you less psychic or more psychic, just narrow down what you're offering just say, I don't do that. Or that's not what I see, or that's not my thing or whatever, you know? So again, it, 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 it's like, it's like, if somebody is clairvoyant, they don't need to be clairaudient. They don't, and you don't need to do any of those things. And on top of it, like I said, in other live streams before, you may have a fascination with the intuitive world and psychic abilities and all those kind of things, right? You may have a fascination with those things
1: because whatever, I'm not, there's no judgment, right? I guess what I'm saying is that if a person
0: finds themselves as not as intuitive or they've they, they practiced their intuition and they're, they're just hitting, this is as far as they can get, and they want to ask their God, their psychics, and their spirits of how to become more intuitive. Sure, but what I'm trying to say is that you don't necessarily need to be, like you don't need to be, you're not missing out. <laughs> There's nothing, there is nothing that a psychic can give you that you, there is no other means to get it yourself nothing, right? There's nothing. There's never going to be any time in your life where it's like, if you do not have a psychic reading, you can't succeed in life. There's nothing that's never going to happen. Okay. You do not need a psychic reading to continue in life. You do not need to be highly intuitive and be highly psychic to continue Even in the help healing space journey, whatever, right? Um, there's a whole other live stream I talked about about what makes a bad psyching. What? And there is no such thing as a bad site. You can't be (laughs) a bad site. You do what you do. If the client doesn't find value in what you've done, then they don't find value in what. Then move on to the next. You know what I mean? You are who you are. So I think also in this community, we'll look at different people. And I mean, we're not here, but we all know in every industry there's frauds and phonies. And in this industry, I want to take out the word phony because phony implies that there's a level of accuracy or whatever. But I think of it as if the person is honestly articulating what their intuition feels we're done. Leave them alone. It doesn't matter how accurate it is or whatever. We as clients, when you need to become a client, you need to know that when you go to a psychic, you're asking that person for their intuition of a situation and you are choosing to value that intuition or not. And if that intuition ends up benefiting you, then it makes sense. That's why you go back to that person. If it doesn't benefit you, then you flip the coin move on with your life right but when i talk about the frauds i mean people who are manipulating you to believe that you cannot exist without their reading you cannot move forward without their reading that bad things are going to happen to you if you don't get your reading you can live your whole life you know <laughs> and be highly prosperous and love happiness devotion and everything without a psychic reading okay the idea is that if I have insight that may benefit you, why not hear what I have to say? Why not? If if I can go to Chandra and ask her for something, I'm listening to what she can say. She may have insight that may benefit me, and I'm going to take up that opportunity. I'm a person who I know it sounds corny, and this is what the gurus say. I like to say yes to a lot of things unless my anxiety is telling me no. <laughs> but I'm like that. I go yes to a lot of things. If somebody says this opportunity, I say yes. I say yes to things because I know if I say yes to something and then I find out it's not working out with me, I'm not scared to quit. I'm not scared to say, oh, that was wrong. Oh, move on. I just, I just gained that experience, that experience of that whole thing. So again, when it comes to sensory and psychic intuition, and there's all kinds of things, again, with, again, people with certain challenges. Like autism, so autism, let's put it down here now, right? Like while we're at the end and I'm getting ready to do the questions. I'm getting ready to do the questions, guys. But autism, for example, is a neurological disorder that can affect someone's thinking, their processing, and how they communicate. But it's a neurological disorder, okay? meaning that it's the lightning and the thunder and the lightning and the thunder in their body that does not act or react the way yours does or mine does. So they are hypersensitive. Their neurological, in, in some ways, make them super sensitive to like sound or light. Um, I know an autism autistic person who... While I'm talking to you guys and I'm here and I'm talking and I'm 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 reading the comments, I'm looking at my my stream to make sure the lights are right. I'm talking and I'm also thinking and visualizing trying to stay focused, right? I'm doing a lot of things. There's also some construction going on out just outside my house. I can hear it. I can even hear the guys talk. And if I stop and start to focus, I can do that. Basically, what I'm saying is that we have the ability to filter. Out a lot of things like you can have a lot of sounds lights, everything going on at one time and we have the neurological ability to dim something i can dim the noise of the construction i can slowly stop focusing on the chat while i see it not focus it on so much so i can get my thought out then go back you have that ability or a person that i know with autism is not able to does not have that filter like literally does not have the neurological capacity to do that so while you could say well, don't pay attention or just don't. Like, they don't actually have the lightning and the thunder to do that. So all sounds and all senses come in at the same level all the time. There's nothing to have. If you're have, if you talking, you have the TV on in the background, you're fine. But this person, the TV is going to say sound on the same level as the talking and everything else. They don't have that filter. Now, I just find that interesting. Although it's sad. That's where sensory headphones come in. That's where dim lights come in. It's not because the person can't cope. It's because they don't have that neurological part or that part of themselves that able to do that. We don't think of that. I, I'm walking down the street with this person sometimes, on the, the busy street sometimes with this person, and I'll be talking and telling a story, and a truck will go by, and I'll keep talking. I can hear the truck, but I can still talk and carry on a conversation. But this person can't. And I do this to them all the time. (laughs) And I do this to them all the time. Luckily, this person loves me and I love them. But it is a difficult thing and I keep forgetting. Like I'm like, it's just hard for me to realize like, oh yeah, just because the truck went by, I could still focus. But for them, a truck goes, even a bird goes by too loud. You have to pause, let the bird go. (laughs) let the truck go, then continue the conversation. Um, but I so I there's a lot of challenges there. Um, and with focus, how do you focus? On, anyways, there's a lot of challenges there. But the interesting thing is this person has like the detailed visual of like a hawk. This person can see the tiniest details in things that you would never imagine like I sometimes I'm like you see wow I didn't even yeah that that does look like that or they'll see things not to say that they have super vision well it kind of feels that way but what I'm saying is that because they're unable to filter out things and everything comes at the same level the intensity like when I look at something like a tree and I'm like oh my gosh it's so tall and the leaves are nice. They're seeing the shape of the little fragments of bark, and they'll bring me up to the tree and be like, Did you notice this? And I'll look at this, and or look at the dots like details of things. I just think that's amazing. It's just amazing. And that, if you don't know this person has autism, you don't know this person has a neurological disorder, because there's a lot of ways where this particular person, if you didn't really know, you wouldn't know unless you sp- if you spend like a couple hours with the person you might not but if you spend like eight hours with a person you will know but anyways my point is is that this person has the ability to see things in extreme form of detail that if you weren't aware you would think this person was magical or like almost even psychic to one level like how did you know that that brick had that color that thing in it and that it's like Intense again, but with more knowledge, I understand this is a sensory thing and a neurological thing that brings things forward. So, think of that with psychic reading it's that there are some people that are hypersensitive to things, so they're perceiving things much more. And the way in which they perceive it, right, is the output of it, right? So, while I do readings, you guys will say, Oh, she's a psychic and she's reading, I don't know if I'm always right, whatever. Right. But it's that's the output. What you're not seeing is that as you talk, your words, even red words that I read or words that I hear, for me trigger images all the time, like deep images. And it and there's a whole other more or whatever where I talk about clairvoyancy and all that. Okay. So while you can say, Oh my gosh, that's cool, that person's awesome, it does not make them any different of a human, it just means that their human ways are slightly different. It doesn't make them greater. so just because you're a psychic doesn't mean that you're greater or you hold any power over over anyone. all right so the sensory system and psychic in relation to psychic abilities, I'd like for us all to walk away from this and see it as that any psychic that you go to um, that you appreciate really just like just has a a different type of processing information or they're hypersensitive to processing information. It's an information processing. It's hypersensitive. And you could appreciate that. You could take advantage of that for your own self, but just think of it as just that. Don't it's not hocus pocus alamagokus. And if anybody's trying to make you believe that, run. All right, (laughs) I don't have any like ads or anything to play today. Thank you guys for listening to my spiel. But now we will do the question and answer part of this. Hi, Tina. Tina and Chandra are talking. Okay, again, so I hope you guys, if you had questions, you are welcome for the statements, Vivi. You are so welcome. I hope you guys have been posting your questions in the chat because now i'm going to go back and read them or if you have more questions post them in the chat and um we will (laughs) yeah the ads are missing i haven't recorded any and we switched over a few things and i just haven't recorded i'm trying to do i'm trying to do less in my life (laughs) well not really because I have a whole door project, if you guys remember that from last night. I bought a vintage door that I'm trying to put up. I also got these chairs and I have to refinish them. Um, Work is really busy. Again, if you guys don't know, I do psychic readings as my full-time career. It's a nine to five. I've been doing that for years. Um, So I have my job. And then I have all these YouTube stuff and other things that I want to do. So I do want to film ads, but I have to pace myself because I get obsessed on projects and I get compulsive. That's why you haven't seen ads. And the reason why I'm talking about it so much is because you can see it's giving me anxiety that I don't have an ad. It's making me think of the one that I want to film, and then I'm going to go down, whatever. So let's keep it focused. Also, giving psychic readings helps keep my mind focused. All right, so I hope you guys have been posting your questions in the chat. I'm starring them, and I'm going to read them, whether they be from Facebook or YouTube. I'm trying to get to both. And let me play the little intro thing that I have here. And we will come back, and I'll give the little information about the questions, and then we'll we'll just get into
1: it. Hi, um, it's Vanolia from South Africa here. <laughs>
0: Hello,
1: this is Sky C. Hello, uh, many blessings. My name is Joe. My name is Aishu. Hi, Moni. I want to know. All right
0: still loving that little intro that was created by users like you um users like you also I think I have this on I think well YouTube naturally you can replay this on Facebook I actually had to click something that would make sure that I can replay this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think there's a replay on here. So, if you're not here while I'm answering your question, um, it might be okay that you're not. I'll answer it and you could listen back to the replay. Um, I might need you here if I have to clarify some things. But, okay, let's get started. So, questions here on the live stream. So, what I like to do, I think this is like, again, I think there's two types of opportunity here there's the opportunity of my private my private practice where it's me and you one on one and it's a conversation that we're having we're talking about different things i can get more detailed because it's private and it's personal and you can get more candid and i can get more candid we could can talk about names and individuals and people in your life and that's my private practice also within my private practice i don't again same concept i'm not here to tell you what to do I'm not here to make choices for you. How psychic would I be if I just told you what to do and you did it? That's not psychic. I do appreciate that people go to their psychic because they appreciate the individual. They like that psychic because they like how they talk. They like the psychic's concepts. So it's someone that you appreciate that could give you advice. I understand that. So I incorporated with, um in, in my private practice, I have incorporated this you'll, when you go on my website and you'll see it, you'll see it as psychic live psychic life coaching. But for me, what that is, is that again, I'm not telling you what to do, but I will work more with you to help you. Sometimes you don't know exactly what you want to ask when you come in. Like you just know that like, you're going through something. So it's a place where you could get your thoughts out and we'll get your thoughts out and getting your thoughts out. will uncover things that maybe you weren't aware of, or help you kind of navigate your life. And that's where the life, the psych coach, psychic life coaching comes in. I'm not telling you what to do, but there's a more of na- helping you navigate your directions. Like you want to go to school, but you want to stay in work. So we'll kind of dig deep into the probables of each, but we'll also dig into like what I think you're truly feeling or what, you know, what you might be that to help you understand the the, the choices that you're making. So that's it. here on public. We don't want to get that deep. (laughs) This is for, one, every psychic reading, whether it's private or not, is entertainment at the end of the day. I mean, how lucky are we that we could get a glimpse into the future? Possibly. Like, that's fun. That's not... That's fun. Okay? Here it's entertainment, but also here I feel that if you have a direct question, you know, whatever, this is an opportunity to get that. Like you guys were brought here for a reason. I was brought here for a reason to get that and that we have that. And again, it's also because I want people to start to feel like I want people to understand the value of what they could get from a reading if they choose to from not. So that's why I have it here. So here I'm not going to don't don't state your birthday. <laughs> we generally don't read anyone who's not. Of their legal age um so don't say your birthday i don't read signs i don't read um horoscopes or those kind of things so i don't know um try not to say we won't say anybody's first name if you're asking about someone um i'm gonna be as detailed as i can with the concept that this is a public platform and although i'm not that popular you guys are gonna like click subscribe follow and all those things so i can become more popular but even though i'm not that popular the internet is forever and you know while you may come in here with the username the internet's forever that means anybody can see and hear what you're asking about and we don't want to put anybody in an uncomfortable situation so I'm going to be very mindful of that also no medical questions I'm not a doctor I don't appreciate using psychic readings not even for myself for anyone for medical things I feel that a doctor is there to diagnose like let's keep people in their lane i don't go to my mechanic to ask him how my heart is doing you understand let's stay in the lane okay i understand that there might be a spiritual concept that you're not looking for a diagnosis you're looking for the spiritual reason we're not going to even slip on those boundaries no medical questions including pregnancy go to a doctor take a test you know what The, the ignorance of childbirth is a part of the story of life of anyways until it's actually happening so you know no medical questions, no no legal questions. I'm not a lawyer. Whether you are the plaintiff or the defendant, I'm not a lawyer. And although I may be able to see stuff intuitively, your lawyer is going to be giving you advice strategically based on the law, not necessarily on intuition. So staying, we're staying in our lane. And no questions that infringe on the boundaries of another person. So if you haven't talked to somebody for a long time and they've blocked you, and or they've blocked you, whatever, asking thoughts about maybe how they feel, how they think, and those kind of things. Sure, energy is fluid. It's like that. But asking where they live, who they're dating, how long that relationship lasts. Absolutely, we're not using (laughs) psychic readings to stalk other people. All right. Up first on the list, we have... Oh, and there's no real list, okay? So don't get all your panties in a bunch. If you see me reading someone else and then it jumps, then you feel like you're missed, don't worry. Don't worry, I'm not, I, whatever. Everybody's welcome to get a reading. If you're not sure if I'm gonna answer your question, just write it anyways. There's no, there's no, you don't get in trouble for writing a question that maybe I can't answer. And again, most importantly, if I say I can't answer something, it doesn't mean that I'm gonna intuitively read it know the answer, and then just choose to withhold it for you for whatever moral reasons I have, we'll both be ignorant to it. I won't even know. I don't want to know things that I don't know, and I do have control. I do have control over that. Okay, so Songbird from, so we have Facebook, Songbird from Songbird Zaya from Facebook says, I have decided to take my own path and not listen to what other people say by getting my own place and starting my makeup classes soon. How will it be? Awesome. I like this question. She's like we said earlier, she's ready to just do her own thing. How will it be? So I think the question really is just, how is this one? I actually feel like she's asking about the makeup classes. Let me know if I'm right. But I also feel like she, I think she's really asking about like, how will the classes and how will that course and how will that transpire? But the question is also, I believe, a little bit of an overall question of like this new adventure in your life. I do feel this new adventure of like doing your own thing. I think that's going to keep up with you. I think you're going to keep having that momentum. And I see that you're going to find people that are also going to like be on your page, like where it felt like people were telling you to do this. I feel like it's, I I get a sense in your world that once you start being more independent, people are going to actually appreciate from that from you. And they won't actually be surprised. They'd be like, Oh, whatever but it was kind of be like i feel like you're an independent person and you have your own mind anyways i think there was just some cloud of like certain people telling you what to do and getting a little caught up that's what it feels it feels like a, just a little moment and that happens to a lot of us right we're like this is what we didn't do but then sometimes when we're anxious about something rightfully so like a justified irrational anxiety a rational fear and then other people start to say don't do that or whatever it, it messes with us i think that's a sina- situation so i do However, I feel with the makeup classes, I'm seeing a pause in that whole process and then I'm seeing like switching to something else. I don't see it as like a failure or anything, but I do feel like your mind might change to something else again. And I think it has to do with, there's something to do with the difficulty of this class is not saying that makeup school is going to be hard, but maybe within the process, like going there, the time. The money. I feel like there might be some logistical challenges, and that you may pause. I'm seeing a pause. So again, I would say, what's if there's going to be a benefit of the psychic reading, it's that you hear something today about something that doesn't happen yet. So then you are more aware of it and can potentially be aware of it, even if you don't make any changes. Just the knowledge of, oh, okay. And so you'll be more hypersensitive to if things are going the way that the reader says. Or you could actively say, whoa, okay, let me step back. But I do, I do see a switching of this makeup classes um, into something else um, because of logistics that it might be difficult or challenging. Songbird Zaya. Okay, next we have Lanise Lanise. And she had wrote, if you don't want to answer my question, answer a question that is serious as this one, can you please tell me what my dream about With all the babies that I had been watching this morning in the dream, does it mean anything from last night? Interesting. Okay, so I think the the question is a dream interpretation. Now, the way, and I think I did a live on dreams. Maybe I'll do it again. I don't know. Watch it back. There's a live on dreams. But, and you know how my lives go. Usually it's the first half. So if you don't want to listen to the yammer yammer, you just want to hear. But anyways, dreams are your own thoughts, your own, your energy, the lightning and the thunder, <laughs> trying to process all the sensory information that his has received during your day or through your waking life. So dreams, I don't read dreams as some like extra, it's not like tarot, it's not like some extra symbolism or whatever. So I really read dreams as if I'm reading you. So I would read the concept in your dreams and see how that relates to you. So I don't have much details about this dream, but I think her her question here, tell me what my dream was about with all the babies that I had been watching in the morning in the dream. So a dream of, okay, so again, because in dream symbol, a baby, dreaming of a baby could mean this, but in reality, a baby of a dream could mean one thing to you and something totally different to another person, or it could mean one thing in your life at that moment and means something else at a different moment. So that's why I try to read the person along with the dream at the same time and not just give dream symbols. Although sometimes dream symbols are I when I'm reading them, I'm like I see a match. All right. Well I get a I, I get a lot about babies. Like <laughs> I know that sounds whatever, but I get there's in, in your waking life there's a lot of thought about babies and children and Babies or potential babies or b- giving birth. I'm not saying that your dream means that you're giving birth, but I get there's a lot of like, there's a there's a lot. Again, I don't have much details of the dream, so what's the dream about? I get in your waking life, there's a lot of talk or feelings and stuff about children. I get a little bit of a I, I pick up there's some fear and anxiety about about.
1: Babies or potential of babies. So why were you
0: okay? So the there's not a lot. I mean, you, you you just say that you you dreamt that you were having, you were watching a lot of babies. I get a lot of like I don't know if you you've been talking about babies or wanting to have them or worried about it or stuff but I I think this this dream about babies has a lot of things to do and I feel like this is such a sour reading for you because it's like okay I just said (laughs) she's like I just said I had a dream about babies and now she's telling me but I I think I think and let me know if I'm wrong but I think that beyond this dream Outside of the stream in your life, there's a lot of thought about babies and children, and maybe they're not fully conscious thoughts, like as if you're like I'm trying to have a baby or I think I'm having a baby. I I think that children in your life is a very significant part of your life. Okay, that's what I'm going to say about that. You can follow up and we'll follow up if that happens. Okay, Avi Morgan from Facebook says, "Has Jay been receiving my telepathic messages? I've been sending him." in his dream as well. That's fine, kind of fun, let's take a look. I feel like this person thinks about you a lot. I feel like this person would, let's say you sent a telepathic message and let's say this person received it. I feel like this person wouldn't know that that's what it, like They it it's not that, not that it's not that clear, but it's like, I feel like they're thinking about you a lot, but I don't feel like it's a, conscious fluid conversation um so so it's kind of like if i send my daughter a telepathic message to pick up milk at the store i don't in this in your scenario it's not like i feel like she's received that message and she's like oh i gotta pick up milk at the store it's probably like the concept of she's like oh i'm thinking about mom thinking about mom (laughs) without like the actual context of the message hitting and um I'm not looking at how well you're sending it or whatever. I'm looking at how this person, because I do think this person's been thinking about you quite a lot. Now, the interesting with telepathy and the idea of telepathy is that if we think of someone, there's always a reason why we think of someone, right? So let's say if I'm thinking of someone, there's a reason why. Either I like this person, I miss this person, I want this person around. So that means this is a, someone that I've had some type of regular relationship with, like something. So it's not so much in the exactly what you said. It's like this person knows you too. It's not a complete stranger. So energy will always go back and forth between two people um, all the time. You know, like So if I met someone five years ago and I had a good time with them and then I think about them a lot, it's because I met them five years ago and that energy still exists. So they could think of me sometimes, whatever. It does not necessarily mean that the moment I'm thinking of them is the moment. Like, if you know what I mean? Like, as if it's such a fluid conversation like that. Um, so that's what I think. I think this person, whether you're sending telepathic messages or not, I think this person's also just thinking about you anyways. Um, and thinks about you quite a lot. And do they have dreams? Now we would understand not everybody remembers their dreams, but everybody has dreams. So this person has dreams, but do they are they waking up to remember a dream about you? I actually think they did. All right, Nicholas. In the future, I will have to reject the
1: mm. statements. Statements. <laughs>
0: As a partner, since he is not the type of person I want to marry.
1: Okay. 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 You do you, boo? I hear you.
0: I hear you. Okay. I wonder what her attitude, or okay, since she, or anyways, pronouns, whatever. I get it. I wonder what her attitude towards me will be like after this disastrous conversation. Do we want a conversation after that? I mean, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. It's not like we, we say, hey, I don't think we're going to work out. Bye, and we leave. why I, I, I. we can never ask Monique's personal opinions on things because I'm a weird one. So no one needs my personal opinions. They just want to know what I see. Don't tell me what you, whatever, Monique. Just tell me what you see. Okay, so what will her attitude... I get a little put off, but I also get a little bit like, when it's all said and done, not surprised, like this person, okay, so I get a sense of like this is not okay, you know how we could say we didn't expect some we didn't expect something to happen, but then when it happened, we're like it makes sense, I think it's kind of like that that's her response, like I don't there's a little bit of there's a little bit of both, okay, first of all, I feel like the intuitively may feel you may do this. Like, there's some level of non-ignorance to how you feel about this person. Like, I don't think this person is D is walking around like, oh my gosh, everything is wonderful, blah, 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 blah. Like, they may verbally say that, but I don't think that they truly feel that. I feel like there's some, for D, there's some things that were clear that you may not truly be into this. And again, hey, it could be the energy, the lightning and thunder. We send out things we don't know that we're sending out. So, you know, so I get a little bit of disappointment from D, like, oh, like disappointed, like not wanting things to go. But at the same time, not as. will kind of be reserved with their reaction, to be honest. um, So, yeah, and I think that's your question. Your question is attitude towards you. So, again, not impressed and upset, but also, like, here, how can I personify this? It would kind of be like, a,
1: oh, really? Okay. All right. That's how you feel. I mean, I don't want that.
0: But I don't think it was going to be that. I think it's going to be, like, less talking. Like, they're going to be upset. They're going to be upset. You don't want it to happen. But at the same time, I don't think that they're shocked. And I think that's the crux of this this question and this dynamic is the fact that they're not shocked. So how sometimes it's hard to be super shocked about something that we kind of already feel because your body kind of already saw it coming. You know, Like if somebody goes think fast. I'll be shocked. Right. But if they're like showing me the ball, showing me it. They're like. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, think back. I still might be shocked, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, I kind of expected that. So I, I don't feel it would be, again, I feel like this person won't be happy with you and will be upset, but I don't, I think they'll be more, like, like, reserved, like, hold in their true emotions and kind of just want to move on in life than anything. All right. We have Modi live from the YouTubes. Do you see a life partner in my future? I'm currently singing. I haven't had much dating. I do. I do see a life partner, life partner. I do see someone that is very reciprocal to you. Very reciprocal to you, like very into you. And you're also into them. And I do see like holding hands even and spending time. And I do see a consistency with this person. Like this is like, this this is consistency and also i see like a confidence in that this is my person so i don't see a situation where it's like i am not sure about this. well hold on i don't see a situation where it wouldn't be clear this person's intentions i think this person's intentions is going to be clear that they enjoy time with you i think you may have some questions and back and forth all the time if this is the right person or whatever or sometimes have some doubts about how they feel but i think it's the intention would be clear. as in this is i see a situation where it's like yes we are boyfriend and girlfriend it's not like i'm waiting for them to commit or they're waiting like we are dating i do see that again but will it be wonderful like will it like i i see that you'll have some challenges with and i don't want to say trust cuz that sounds so cliché everybody has some challenges with trust but I get that while dating this person, there'll be times that you may doubt this person's feelings, not really their intentions, but this person's feelings, or you may not be happy with this person's um, presentation towards you, how they are, their level of affection or attraction. Um, And this person, I feel, will be attracted and interested in, in whatever, but may not always there's just going to be some communication. I don't want to say communication because that sounds like talking, but there'll be some challenge, connection challenges. But I do see it consistent, and I don't see it like it gets like it gets like terrible. I just see that that's going to be the state of this relationship. Um, some connection challenges at times, um, but then yeah, confident. It's, it's, all of that makes sense. It's a lot. I mean, life isn't black and white satanic lucifer from youtube says is my vampiric activity making my lifespan longer i don't see a vampiric activity so i wouldn't know if it's making it lifespan longer it could or it couldn't i guess i just i can't see it okay and satanic lucifer had another question and i'll just skip because i try to answer everybody's first question i will come back to his second question so do you interpret dreams i do and i think i rambled on about how i interpret them if so i had a dream that the father of my child texted and told me he loves me what does this mean i get a lot of anxiety about if that were to happen like okay so this is what i think okay so <clears throat> this is a dream right so without being you how psychic? this is a dream so it means that this didn't happen this was a dream okay so sitting in the state that this didn't happen there seems to be a lot of anxiety about this happening. And it's interesting because let's say we want something to happen. Not saying need to do. Just follow me to the end of my sentence so I can get my point across. So <clears throat> sometimes, let's say, even if we want something to happen, we could still get exc- anxiety about it, like wondering if it will. What does it mean? What does that do? What is it? Whatever. So there seems to be um, a lot of ang- like anxiety about this person's potential actions or if they would make these actions or or not. It just seems like there's a lot of focus on what this person would do, Um, the father of your child. Now, do I feel that it actually is the father of your child? Like, because sometimes dreams are not the same person. Like, like, our dreams cast different people in our lives to explain out different things. I do. I do get the stream is surrounding this individual, though. A lot of anxiety. So what does it mean? It, I don't, I don't, see, like, uh, what does it mean? It means that there's a lot of anxiety that I feel is pent up, and your body and your mind and your soul is trying to um, catch it at the pass. Of, you know, like trying to, if we're worried about something and worried about something, in our, our minds and our energetic state, we'll create that thing in a safe place, our dream, for it to happen. We do wake up traumatized sometimes, but it's creating a place for it to happen because we're thinking about that. So I do think there's a lot of anxiety about this. So even if this person never texts you and or never texts you and say that, I think there's a lot of anxiety about this. Almost like there's some very much unsettled feelings about this person. And I get a, a, a slight sense of fear. Um. So the dream would be telling you that you have some some anxiety about this in, in, in this person that your dreams are now bringing it to your subconscious. That sometimes, even if we're over somebody and we've moved on and we dream about it, it could be some unsettled things. And I feel like there's something about this person that like kind of haunts you in a way, um, or bothers you in a way. Vivian, my question is, can I build something with VM? I mean, a strong relationship? I feel like I feel like it would be challenging. I feel like there'll be some challenges there. I don't know if this this is about if you can or you can't. I mean it is, but I think it's about if you will or you won't. Okay, because if the reading is I can I, it's saying is there going to be a capacity for that to happen? Is there going to be an opportunity for that to happen? Can I? am I able to do that? There's a lot of I, <laughs> there's a lot of like you that involves in Like, you know what I mean? Like a relationship is both way is, is both ways type of thing. Um, but I get what you're saying. You're saying it. I, I think the overall is saying that, well, I don't know. I think it is a kind of can. I think, I think I do pick up that you're actually wondering if it's possible. Like, I, I really don't know if it's possible. And I think that's what you're wondering. I don't think it's very, like, oh, will we? I I think it's it, if we can. I just see a lot of challenges with with this build a relationship. Can you build something? <laughs> so let me explain. Okay. And this is also because this is public, right? Um,
1: So... I feel there's a lot of,
0: again, not just trust, right, but I feel like there's, I pick up that you perceive, and I mean this this is probably obvious because you're asking this, but just follow me to my sentence, end of my sentence again, I perceive Vivian Moko, This this is her question from Facebook, sorry, I didn't do that part, I forgot okay for Vivian Moko, okay so what i see is when i look at you with this person i feel like there's a lot of things that um you question or that you find complicated or that you find unknown i feel like this is like when you when 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 i step into your energy and looking towards this person there's like so many questions about this person like i don't know this or i wonder this or i wonder this or this or I didn't like this there's so much like 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 you don't like know now while people will say well that's obvious if it's a new relationship but sometimes we enter a relationship and it's like we don't have those questions we're open to it we're like I don't know that about him but I'm fine I like I like this person they I have fun with them whatever and we'll we'll go on and we'll see you know like we, not everybody, not all the time do we enter something with like this, like trying to figure them out and trying to. And I think that's how it is for you, whether that's for your benefit or not. It doesn't matter. It's just your style, which is fine. But I think that is what I'm picking up. That there's, there's things about this person that makes you feel that there's holes in the situation. Or you're, you're, you're searching for a transparency or a, a level of communication. Almost like I feel like you're digging this person and trying to not that you're purposely trying to find things but i feel like that's just how you process um and so there's a there's a less there's less feeling of like relax into it and if it goes wrong it goes wrong if it whatever there's this like i need to investigate deeply <laughs> first so within that level of investigating i feel like that also that's that's what causes some challenges because i also feel when i look at this person that they're very um
1: This person has a
0: type of energy where it's just like don't feel i need to prove myself don't feel i need to show anything and while that's a good attitude to have the challenge is if you have one person who thrives on that thrives on the knowing the more and finding things out and the other person's like i don't care to like i don't just just go with it you know it does make it complicated between because one person could be the digger and needing to know and asking questions all the time and needing to know and the other person could be very receptive to that and be like oh here I'll tell you again I'll share this I'll explain this in much detail for you whatever and then that would not necessarily be more compatible but that kind of balances out or then I feel like this person's like don't say it and have to. It doesn't feel deceptive though. It doesn't feel deceptive. It just seems like that's the type of personality that the person has. So can you build something with this person? I think it will be difficult for you in that kind of nature. And so then it comes down to it. it then it turns into will. Just because I can do something doesn't mean I'm gonna. I'm gonna continue to do it. Um so I hate, I hate to leave this question so open-ended like that, but I don't, I see this person would continue down a path with you, um, I, I see this person can continue down a path with you, I, I don't, I see this person is interested in you, likes you, adores you, I see affection, so I don't see this person getting to a point where they're just gonna, like, run away and whatever, um, so it's it's really about what when you decide if you if if you, if you decide this is the right person for you. Okay. Um all right, I have to go back. Okay. So exactly. So Vivian responded to that um exactly. And Modi live to her question on Facebook responded, "Oh, thanks, Monique. I've had trust issues before, like set. and yeah, and I mean, it is trust issues. I just, I just, I think we use that too much. Like, and because the thing is, when we use a term too much, we, and I mean, me too. Like, all of us, we become lazy with the term because it's used so much. And not even only with ourselves. We hear that so much. Like, oh, I have trust issues. Oh, I have trust issues. I have trust issues." So then it becomes so, like, such a word we use all the time. We start to lose how challenging and the devastation of having trust issues. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, oh, yeah, well, I have trust issues, so I know. Um, So that's why I try not, I don't want to use that word so much in that kind of concept, because what I guess I am trying to really articulate is that there's some inner challenges about relationships that need tempering or would benefit from healing or working on you know what i mean if it's manifesting as trust issues sure but it could be other things like it's it's weird because okay if i meet somebody today (laughs) and they want to take me on a vacation tomorrow and i don't trust them but i already have trust issues then my trust issues in this situation might be warranted and it might be good that i have trust issues you know what i mean so we don't want to say, oh, trust is I was just trying to articulate that I feel like you're going to question a lot this person's intention. And this was to Modi live about meeting someone in the future. I feel that. And that's also why I, I probably am. I'm seeing that. Well, not also why, but I'm also seeing that like this relationship discontinue continue, though, and it's actually pretty comfortable for you. So it is articulating that you may be going through some discomforts and changes and whatever, as you're going through this relationship, but it's not preventing you from being in the relationship, but your feeling, and that's what I felt about you. It's like more, it's like your feelings about the situation and how we handle it again, because it's like, let's say I do have trust issues. Let's say I have a problem trusting the door, like trusting everything. But then I end up in a relationship you, and the person does something that really isn't trustworthy, I can't now blame my trust issues on that. So we want to we want be easy <laughs> on when we label ourselves these things. Yes, exactly. A, a strange man, Modi Live says, yes, a strange man wanting her to take her on vacation would freak you out. And that's a normal thing. But think about it. Somebody who does not have trust issues could confidently say, you know what it's a little too soon let's get to know each other and not freak out by that but a person with trust issues could freak out by that be like oh my god why does he want to he wants to murder me (laughs) so you know what i mean the 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 boundary is a, a good thing it's how we respond to the boundary so that um and I'm starring more questions because I see Angel coming in with new questions. Um, there you go. I just looking at some of those followed up and then a v Morgan said I understand I'm thinking of them a lot. Uh, a v yeah, there's again i'm I'm respecting you guys' privacy and everything, and although you might be comfortable with talking about things i i have to be mindful remember i'm the one who hosts this chat
1: (laughs) so come back to me
0: why are you talking about my business online i'm not i'm not actually afraid of that i i'm more mindful of that like i think that would be a a very healthy OK response for that so with av i do think there's a lot to be said about you thinking about this person and that and the most i can give you is that um I think there's a lot of things that do need to be processed or some type of closure with this person if there is. But remember, closure doesn't mean the other person, like I have to interact. It might be closure for ourselves to kind of like whatever because I I, I pick up there are some lots of rational reasons why you're thinking about this person and why it is causing it. Like I see you. And um, yeah, we could talk about that privately at the end of the day. Alright. They said lightning and then the thunder. And the light love that song. Seems you can't. I can't get it out of my head. That song, that, that song, that song, lightning, that went like it gets stuck in my head very easily. Very easily. I actually knew those lyrics before I really heard the song. Because I think I my daughter sang it or something, but it's just like And then when I finally listened to the song, and then I realized that I liked it, I I don't know. It is just, I mean, it's a catchy ass song. (laughs) It's a catchy ass song. And imagine, I got to do a live stream about the influence of music on the intuition and how artists pour their intuition and their emotions into a song, right? So imagine that lightning and thunder energy they send that energy into a record, an album, and then it's all that energy and all those feelings and all those emotions are encapsulated in that record. And then you listen to it. So now you are getting the energy, like, yeah. And so some songs and some artists, whether I like their band or not, it's just, I can, you we, or I, we, can tell when there was some emotion put into a song you know and it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean the emotion of the song it's just like was it like they needed to get that album out today did they really need to know the song did they write it and they really love it like you could you could tell and I have a theory on why some songs hit more or they bought more than others because of that but anyways yes. all right so I should be unstarring these while I answer this Nicholas. I would love to have him as a friend but I don't know what will happen and Nicholas from YouTube's response to that he was saying that in the future he's anticipating that he's going to have to let someone go and this is going to be difficult for him and difficult for them. Um, You know, again, that's, that's just a statement. Follow your gut. Listen, like, you know, good things are not always easy things and You can't, a feeling's a feeling. A feeling is not good nor bad. I mean, you may articulate it that way, but like if you feel something, if you feel that something isn't right or you don't want something, it doesn't mean that when you do it, you're going to be like, yay. Like it it, it just, it's just, we don't want to judge the feelings. We just want to experience them. And then we want to make actions towards that feeling and that intention, right? because there's a lot of things i guess we can think of in our lives where we're like i feel like i got to let this person go like i i'm not happy here or this or i know it's not really what i want or i am happy but i don't see myself or whatever and then we torment ourselves with that because we're trying to justify that we're trying to say because i don't see myself with them or well they like airplanes and i like trains and we try to justify your feelings you could just not want to be with somebody just cuz You don't, you could literally not want to be with somebody because they curl their hair too tight. Like you don't, we don't have to, when it comes to these, our personal feelings, we don't have to justify them and we don't have to justify them to anybody else. I mean, there is a level of communication that you would socially, you would want to provide, but you don't have to justify. You could say, I'm not happy with this, or I just don't think this would work. You don't have to do that with another person. And remember, you don't have to, we don't have to do that with ourselves. Intuitively, that's also what I try to articulate is that feel your feelings. Like, the less we judge ourselves for feeling the feelings, the more freely we can have it. And the more we explore ourselves and get to know ourselves, you know. Um, But these things aren't easy. So,
1: you know, they're not. They're not easy. I'm trying to, like, how do I? I don't know how to do that. All right. I Let's trying to do something I don't have to do.
0: Okay. So we have Odesta. Odesta or Rapalang. Of, or or o, Or Rapalang. I tried, right? I tried. Give me that. I want to know. Oh, Odesta or from YouTube says. I want to know if I will graduate this year for my degree. If this is not a good question, I'd appreciate insight. Um, when I'd be in the relationship. I can take a look if I see you graduating and then you're gonna have to come back and tell us if you do or if it I don't wanna say if you do or you don't, but you're gonna have to come back and tell us how it goes. Um, but just graduating this year for your degree. And and I pick up this would be somewhat early. Some something about this makes me feel early, like you like. Like if it takes you another maybe year, that won't be so bad. But it looks like there's a there's a there's a length of time for this degree. And I feel like there's something about you trying to get it early, if that makes sense. Odesta. Odesti. odesty Odesti. Odesti. I feel like there's something about it getting early. Let me know if that's correct. So do I see I see graduating but I'm trying to look at the timeline and you said this year I do I do I do So let me know let's let's keep our head up and let's see I do And I mean I'm seeing you do because I'm seeing everything's on track I'm seeing I'm not seeing any challenges anywhere I do see I get more of there's a pressure about timing than it is about capacity, and capability, if that makes sense. He said, I have to graduate this November. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, I do, I do, I do, and I see, like I said, I do see the pressures more about um um timing than it is about capacity, like, as if, as if, like, I feel like you're doing well um you're doing well and getting things accomplished i do see some challenges with certain things and some anxiety about certain things like this is not a a complete cakewalk for you this is well i think you're pretty good at it but i feel like there's some part that is a little difficult but i think it's just i I see it as challenging and i don't see like a struggle of whatever but i do see the sense of pressure that makes everything almost like if there wasn't the sense of pressure i feel the confidence and the, the ability would go go really well yes the research paper yeah okay so that makes sense like you're doing really well but it's always the research paper I have so many clients well not so many but I have a few clients that are like coming in with me with like oh my research paper like I I I get it I get it but again I feel a confidence um in other areas I I don't I don't see That the research paper is the thing that does you
1: in, and then you don't graduate. I see that it's it's going good. It's going good. All right. Um, Jam Tam, welcome. Ishika
0: Asawa says, "Oh, I gotta start my research page for two.
1: Ooh, is it that season? Is it that
0: time? These things are due, aren't they?" You guys are smart though.
1: And like I mean I mean I mean a research paper
0: is the crux of the thing, but you guys know what you're doing. Like you know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like you you know what you're doing. I think I think I think if we like never talked about the research paper being the thing, I think a lot of people would go in it because it's it's exactly that a research paper, right? Listen to me, I'm not your professor. Don't listen to me. Take whatever advice your professor has. But I'm saying on an energetic thing, I so many of my clients are coming in with that, and when I read them, I'm like, you know your stuff. There seems to be, it's just something about the pressure of the research paper. But I, I, I that makes sense. The more something, when we want something, right? And we're going for it and it starts to give an anxiety and we start to feel that pressure. That's a sign of how important it is to you and how great of the work that you're actually doing, right? There's, there's a, there is a, a natural humanistic thing. It's bravery. It's called bravery. It's called courage. It's in war, whatever. When you're doing something grand, you know, the soldier going out for battle, he has anxiety because he knows the, the importance and the power of what he's doing. He's not walking out there all cocky-like, you know? So sometimes when we're doing things and we get to that point where we get that, ugh, just a reminder of how important that we are at what we're doing and how much it means to you and how non-narcissistic you are. (laughs) So you guys aren't narcissistic. Okay. Pratchy D. She says, I hope you find my question.
1: Look at this. Money! Hello. What topic, what did I say? What topic
0: would we like to discuss? (laughs) Let me know. I, I actually am not running out of topic ideas, but sometimes I get like, I get a lot of ideas but I'm like, can I actually talk about that?
1: Do I have anything interesting to say about that?
0: All right. So you guys also let me know what kind of topics you want.
1: All right. Um Okay, here. Remember, I'm not going down any special list.
0: There's no order. There's no rhyme or reason there. I was trying to make a rhyme or reason to do this, but it's easier to just not. Okay. So if you had posted your question before, Kat flat Lee here, don't be offended. I, there is no order. <laughs> I, there's no order. Okay. Kat flat from Facebook says, I don't know what's happening between myself and Steven. Mm. It's, cussing, mass confusion, and it's causing mass confusion and depression. Eesh. Any advice to me on what's to come? Thank you for your time. Between you and Stephen. I don't see this getting better. I do see the... I don't see it getting better, but the thing, you know what I, you know what it is too? I feel like you, it's almost like it's spinning now. I, I think like, not spinning, but it's kind of like, there's almost, okay, I pick up, there's almost no more things to discuss or to talk about or be upset about. It's like the same thing. That's like, it's like one thing that's like triggering. All, I mean, how psychic am I? That's how a lot of arguments cause, but let me explain. It looks like there was something. Something is the problem, right? Hold on. Follow, follow me, cat. And it looks like that thing is causing me to feel a whole bunch of things. So, like, let's say um, I bought a chocolate cake and I put it in the fridge. And then two hours later, I came to eat it and it was all gone. And my daughter ate it all, right? So I'm pissed about my chocolate cake. Now we have a whole argument about respecting people's things, asking people's permission, don't eat, you know. You I would have given you a slice, and why didn't you share? And even if you didn't, you did think it. There's that whole argument, and that, that's an argument, right? It's just like, but I just thought you bought it for me, and I didn't know, and I ate it, but then you always buy one, so I thought you'd buy a nice one and that and stuff, and I wanted it, and, you know, whatever, whatever the argument is, right? And so we argue about that, and that's that's what it is, right? And then we're done. But then I'm just angry later you know i'm angry and then she asks if we're gonna watch a movie tonight i go no i'm too tired and then and then she's like you never watch a movie with me why don't you watch a movie with me and i'm like because i'm always tired and you always come and you never plan this and then and then it just keeps like it's like now where it's like a whole bunch of stuff but it's like it's like the thing i was mad about was the cake and maybe the sense of not sharing and and that's what i feel and i know a lot of arguments start like that but what i'm saying sometimes you do have arguments where it's like we could be arguing about the cake and then that's done but now i'm i'm she's upset about me about something else and that's a it. so it's like a constant cycle of like we're not happy with each other we're not getting along but this does not look like that it looks like there's something that was the detonator you know and so and i feel like that isn't resolved Um, and that's, and I'm not seeing it get better (laughs) because I feel like it's like almost like there's, there's no, like, there's a, there's some things that are being said, but there's some feelings that are being put under. It's just, you know, I guess, I guess the cliche is the root of the problem is not getting addressed. And so all these other problems are not something, something went awry here and it never came back. It never came back and I feel like all this other stuff is like whatever and it's like not coming back. And to say, okay, so I'm saying I don't see it come back. It's not saying that I'm saying it can't come back or you shouldn't try to make this work or whatever. I'm saying I don't see it working because sometimes if doing the same things over and over and over again and we're not getting results that we want, continues the thing to go over and over again. You understand? So I can't tell you what to do. In this kind of situation even if I had a client I would suggest the T the T word therapy asking your you and this person if they want to go to therapy if it's that kind of dynamic or or you know or therapy for yourself Some, you know couples therapy is like a weird thing it's a weird thing you know therapy for yourself to help figure it out or help resolve that and change it so basically this is one of those readings where it's like I The the reader will say something, but they're not saying because it can't happen or whatever. They're saying, I just don't see any changes or any significant actions that are made to alter or flip the situation. And that could be a lot the person doesn't want to. We don't know how. Just because I'm having a challenge somewhere or whatever and it's not working well and I know it's not working well does not mean that I know how to do it any different. Like, you know, I I might not have those skills. Um, So I don't see it getting better. Do I see it getting worse? In the sense of the longer something doesn't go well, the more it weighs on you. Um, The longer something doesn't go go well, the more it weighs on you. So worse... We have. I want to check quietly when I say I don't see it, like it getting worse. I think you understand what I mean by that, though. Like, if I'm depressed today, I can, and more things happen. I could potentially be more depressed tomorrow. And then the more depressed I am, the more challenging things are. And then you know what I mean. But it doesn't mean it doesn't not necessarily mean that something extra bad happened. That type of thing. Woo! That one might made me go deep. <laughs> that is one that I would definitely take up in a private if you wanted to. Um. So, cat, just you recognized all these things, and um, it, for for you to say that it's causing mass confusion and depression is a recognition. So sometimes, sometimes the littlest step we can do is to be aware of something we don't know how to fix something, but once you're aware, because now is the now is something that is, right? But be aware of, like, it's, like, at least I know this is not making me feel good. I don't know how to change it or make it better. But now I can confidently say that me and the reader <laughs> all both think that this is causing some low energy feelings. Okay, So validation that of your feelings. It's
1: not in your head. Hi, Prachidi. I, I probably said that
0: wrong, but I try. Hi, my question. Will my ex contact me? We broke up July, June and July. Yes. I do. Oh, and wanting to talk. I do see your ex contacting you. Hmm. All right, Angel. Do I believe that? Do do okay? Angel from YouTube writes: Do you believe that I will have a happy life choosing Cristobal as my life partner? Do I believe that you will have a happy life by choosing this person? Do I believe you'll be happy with your choice? Or do I believe... Well, it kind of goes the same way. I... mm, I... mm, This is a very... cryptic question. (laughs) I mean, first of all, do I see you choosing this person? Like, does that even happen? Is that in the future? Do you get to a point that you choose this person? And if right now you say, "Yeah, I chose this person," then we don't. The we don't. Then it's you've already chose this person. So then the question is more like, "Am I going to have to have a happy life?" Like, the a lot of lot of this seems to be around the word choosing, um, as if the choice hasn't been made yet. So what if the choice is never what if you end up not choosing this person? But how could I tell you? I mean, I could because I could just say that if I don't see you choosing this person, but if you have the intentions of choosing this person, then why haven't you, like you know what I mean? This is a very like what you, what you want to know? What you want to know? <laughs> I can't make choices for you. So it's it's the question is if me and this person were to live together for every 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 like decide to live together and be together for life and swore on it Licky licky stamped it black magic did <laughs> spit and shook on it <laughs> drew blood just soaking um would you be happy so it's a probable because there's a chance that you might not choose this person I feel that you would be content with this person. I don't feel this is somebody that you're going to turn around and hate one day. I don't feel this is somebody that like, there's going to be some, you know, that this person's going to change into something, whatever. Um, so if you chose them, I I do feel they'll be consistent. Like, I don't, I don't see something happening where you're going to hate this person. I don't see that. Um, Yeah, I'll leave it at that. I don't see you ever hating this person, and like somehow you just you just like can't live with yourself because of this person. I I don't see that happening. Okay. All right. Will uh, Ishika Ishika Asawa says, "Will I get job at KPMG?" I actually don't know. Hold on. This is weird. I literally get I don't know. Hold on.
1: I don't know.
0: I'm not seeing this job or this company. Like, I'm not seeing it in your energy. So will it be, if I don't see it, then would that mean that you don't get it? I'm seeing a whole bunch of other things that have nothing to do with this job. Um, I'm not sure. I'm uncertain. It's a It's a very, like, it's, it's seriously for me unclear. Like, and not unclear is this, like, I can't, like, I literally don't see this in your energy at all. But I can't define if that means, like, when I, like, I. I'm not getting this at all. <laughs> so. It doesn't mean that it won't. I, I just can't see this. Now, when I look at other jobs, I'm seeing a totally different job. Like, I'm seeing a totally different job, a totally different job path. Like, you in
1: something else. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, well, I can't apologize. after that. I literally don't see it.
0: Um, I'm trying to think what happens when I sometimes don't see something. Sometimes it's like it just clearly hasn't manifested yet. Sometimes it's life takes a major different direction that it doesn't. It, it's almost like maybe these people give you a job um, or offer you a job, but you don't end up like choosing that. Like you end up somewhere else in life. Um, it could be that, um, the opportunity, like the job opportunity ceased to exist. Like they pull the opportunity. So it's not like you didn't get it or you did get it. It's like the opportunity just does not there. Like they, like they had the opportunity there and then they're like, Oh, we're not hiring for this anymore. Um, it could be a lot of those things because I, I, I just don't. And, and it could be that you do get it and I just don't see it. Um, I'm not, you know. I don't see it. I just don't see it. Okay. Damn tan. I just transferred to another department a few weeks ago. I feel so. Um, I feel nervous because it's new. Can you see if I will do well to this new do well to this new work? I kept reading that as New York. <laughs> Okay, do I see that you'll do well? Yeah, I do see that you'll do well. i I do see it. Why does it seem really quieter over there, too? as if like you're very independent? Well, I feel like you do communicate with another person, but if just feels very quiet over there, like you just do their your thing. Maybe that is it too. um that there's not much feedback, um, probably more responsibility in the sense or expectation, or like you know you're more in charge or something. Oh, I don't know if it's in charge, but you know what I mean, left to your own devices um to do the work that you do um but I do I see that no one's going to bother you you're going to get things done I do even see praises and um like accolades like you will hear this that you're doing a good job I do feel like you're going to hear you're going to get that feedback but I don't feel like it's constant feedback I feel like at one point I don't know if there's like a later review or later somebody's going to like look back like go back over your your week or your month or whatever and say hey you know or keep up the good work, but I do feel you're going to get that that feedback. Um, you're going to get that feedback in just a few weeks, too, maybe like two weeks. Why did my baby daddy hit me up today? Wanted to either see you or spend time with you. like a rekindle or some kind of affection or need or something <laughs> Sierra McDowell from YouTube says will I find employment soon been applying I mean what soon what soon <laughs> you let me know what soon and then I'll let you know if it's soon Um, November November by November now when I give time frames I kind of give a little more than the time frame, because I'm not gonna see the moment it happened. I'm trying to think in my life if I ever saw the moment, maybe. But I'm never. It's never really the moment. It's the energy of the experiencing of something that I'm 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 seeking or trying to immerse myself in. So I would say by November, I'm seeing you like at somewhere, like at a like working, like the energy of like you're not searching anymore, the energy of like security of something. So you might get the opportunity, um, before November. And that's the, energy. like, I'm looking at the energy. Um, I've had clients tell me that like when I predict stuff, it, it, it often happens a little bit faster than I've predicted. And that makes sense because I'm looking at when you're experiencing the energy, because that's what I'm trying to accomplish. I'm trying to accomplish the feeling of the energy. The day you get the job, you're going to feel you don't have the job <laughs> until like the hour that you get it. And then the moment that you get it, you might get that rush of emotion of like, woo, hoo, hoo, but you still, you know, waiting for the energy to
1: settle in
0: and wind up, you know? Aishka, to, to the, me saying I don't see it, she says, yeah, that's possible. I mean, it's all possible. I mean, you let me know. You let me know. Okay. Mini question, will I be working in G company in the future? Yes, I see you can. I don't see no barriers to entry. No barrier to, well, like, I mean, energetically. I mean, by that time, I don't see anything stopping you, um, getting it. Sierra said, I just graduate, I just graduate medical assistant school. Woo! Good job, Sierra. Good job.
1: Good job. All right. She's going to fix us up. Um, good job. I do
0: see you. I do see you with the job and feeling like good about it and feeling like, okay, like, you know, I, I got something. So about November. So pretty, I don't know. Do you call that soon? I call that soon, but I don't know. Um. Cat. Okay, so Kat had a couple things to say. She said in response to the confusion, the challenges, the depression of that dynamic and she said I got it perfectly said. Well, so okay. Thank you for letting me know I connected pretty well. She says we have a history, year 9 years together, um 3 years apart. He tried recently June to be tried to be together. He was really trying hard. I had my guard up cuz I was scared of getting hurt and she's been hurt a lot since she broke up. As soon as she let her guard down a little, he decided he pulled back and oh man, like stick a knife in our heart, right cat? Like like uh, like, uh, like. <laughs> Sometimes like I I can't read you guys without feeling these things.
1: So, I get it.
0: Feel your feelings. It's okay to be hurt. We're all hurt and it sucks. I have no, like, nothing. Like, when somebody's telling me how they're going through a bad relationship, I'm not the one to be like, oh, cheer up. Like, I'm like, oh, God, yeah. Been there. (laughs) Took some days. I can say that Monday turns into Tuesday and Tuesday turns into Friday, and Friday somehow turns into next month, and next month somehow turns into next year, and then it's so further behind us, and then it's like, it's something that we used to know, or something that we used to, but the time between then, I hear ya. Yes. Okay, are me and Pete going to work, or just be friends? I see some more romance, lady. I see some more romance. Oh, are you going to work? Oh, as if like, is this going to continue to work? Okay, because I know I see some Oh, okay, I see what you mean. So even if I see some romance, does not necessarily mean, okay, I don't see this friend thing. Like, I see the friend thing, but I see some romance that sneeps, seeps in. So I don't see a complete 100% platonic relationship, and um, I, feel, I, I see that if it got to straight platonic friendship relationship, you guys would be going your separate ways. Not saying that you can't handle that or he can't handle that, but I just see that there's this, this romance and thing that comes up. um, And um, will it continue to work romantically? Like, I don't think it ends romantic. Like, that's the thing. I don't think... Okay, so while right now, the idea is that you guys are supposed to be friends, I don't see... The energy is not showing me friends. The energy is showing me Somebody's interested in someone. Someone is acting a certain way, but I don't see. You know, when you look at friends, energetic wise, you could see the the friend and the. You don't see this this thing, so I'm trying to look and see: is it because there was a romance and now it's switched over? No, I'm seeing like it just never turns the boat to true friends. Like it never gets there. I've had a friend, it started off romantic once in my life, once in my life. It started off romantic, started off very romantic. And then it didn't bend the corner to a relationship. And we actually did stay like friends. But that later years, when I look back on it, I'm like, I think we were only friends because there was also a physical distance. And we were kind to each other. And I knew that person dated other people. But I never, I don't think I ever actually saw that person as a friend, to be honest. And I don't, well, I later came to realize they didn't only see me as a friend. So it never, that would be the situation where it's like, oh, we're friends now. But are you really? (laughs) You know? Yeah. I mean, this could, this will turn into more of a mature conversation and, um, we don't want to spice it up. We don't want to spice it up here too much. We don't want to, we don't want to get it too spicy. Um, all right, you guys, so I do start to have to roll out of here. We've been on here for two hours and 49 minutes. Um, hitting the two hour, three, almost hitting the three hour mark. I loved hanging out with you guys. Um, I hope I got to everybody's or majority of you guys first questions. I try to make sure I answer everybody's first question and it's true that I might not get to your second question because I would hate to be answering somebody's first and then second and third when other people haven't even had their first question, knowing that I'm not going to be able to hit everybody's question in the first place. So it would be a shame. So if you've asked the second question and I haven't gotten to it, I am sorry. We'll try to, the idea is, you know, at least I hopefully I got to your first question. Also, thank you for hanging out here. Remember, you guys can watch this on the replay. And the topic of the day is sensory and your intuition and how sensory system and the intuition combined. You can watch that as the first half. For those who want a private message, from private readings from me, want to come to my private practice, the links are in the description box, either on Facebook or YouTube or I don't know, Twitch. If you want to connect with me and you're watching this from Twitch, you're gonna have to visit my website, which is on my Twitch link somewhere. And we will back be back here either Friday or next Monday. I'm hoping to be back here Friday with another topic. You guys are always, always welcome to come in and ask any question that you would like. Um if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can actually kind of voice note your question in there's a link that you can hit voice note and you can voice note your question and that is actually you can voice note your question at any time of day or night and then we'll read them back on the live stream so you can voice note your question you'll get priority i know that's so much to explain i didn't explain it well but whatever that's for those who are listening on the podcast um you guys can all watch this podcast is streaming on all podcast platforms except for apple i just haven't hooked it up properly because that got pretty complicated. But you can watch, listen to this on Amazon, podcasts, Spotify podcasts, um, Anchor, places where you stream and podcasts. You can listen to this again and on the podcast again there's a link that will let you send a voice note to me and you can send your voice note at any time a day or night whether we're here or not and then when I do this again I will read the voice note things First, you guys kind of get priority. Other than that, just pop in, be here when I'm here, and yeah. Again, private readings—you can book one now. Um, they're only booked through the website and through either PayPal or Stripe. Don't send anybody money on Facebook or any other app. Make sure it's a directly from the Monique Empath site. Don't friend anybody saying that they're Monique Empath because I wouldn't be me friending you. If you want information. Come to my facebook page my youtube page or my social medias all right thank you guys for hanging out
1: it was really fun um yeah and i will see you in the next all right bye guys enjoy your day trust your intuition